guys and gals and welcome back to the we love horror podcast the podcast where we talk about everything and anything horror i am michael and today i have two very special guests with me today tawny from the two chicks in a horror flick podcast and aubrey from the killing time podcast how are you guys good excellent (laughs) i'm so fucking stoked to have you guys on i have been waiting for this episode since um i like brought it up with you guys like a month i think it was like a month and a half ago that we kind of came up with this idea yes yeah Um, stewing on the top 10 so yes yes (laughs) and originally we were going to have more people involved uh felicia was supposed to be here today she's sick with uh covid unfortunately yeah and then the horror dads were also supposed to be here but they had a birthday celebration to do today so (laughs) they were not available today so it's just us three which is fine we're still gonna yeah. have a good time. Still gonna be gonna be a fun episode. I'm excited. We'll catch them on the worst of 2022 because there, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of those. We had a lot of great ones in 2022, but we have some bad ones. So That's we'll catch very, them on that side. Very true. We should we should definitely uh, do an episode like that in January. I was actually thinking like at the start of January we can do that episode as well. If you guys are down, <laughs> the ones that tanked the stinkers. Yes, and there's yeah. a lot of those too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, before we start, uh, I just wanted to say welcome back, Tawny, because it's been a while since you and Felicia have been on the show, and I'm just, I'm excited to have you back, and yeah, thank you for Thanks. coming on. Excited to be back. You know what I have never done on your podcast is a list. So oh, that's true. This is a first. That is new for me. Yeah. So here we are. It's going to be exciting. Um, And then I also wanted to welcome in Aubrey from the Killing Time podcast, because this is your first time. You are popping your We Love Horror Cherry today. And it's about <laughs> damn time. I'm I know. Ready. No, I'm just kidding. I, I appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, I do lists all the time on my podcast. So come check me out. It, my podcast is very laid back. You know, I, I've listened to, you know, you guys and you guys are so good at what you do and breaking everything down. And mine's just kind of like a white bash trash fun time. So <laughs> come on through, have fun. I make lists all the time of different top 10 ideas. And I'm sure you guys are always welcome to come on if you ever want to have some fun. So Excited. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And I can't wait to kill this pun intended. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. Thank you. Thank you both for wanting to be a part of this. I'm I'm really excited. Um, I was almost worried that we weren't going to be able to do it with today with everybody like having to cancel last minute. I was like, shit, are we still gonna be able to do this? <laughs> but luckily, luckily, you guys came through. So I'm very excited. Thank you. For you, I got my sickness out last week. I got super sick last week. So oh, man. I, I, I told myself I was going to do it. So I didn't miss the podcast. It's going was, around, dude. Everybody was, is sick right now. I was sick with the flu for two weeks. Oh, my God. It was yeah, I was like a week and a half through Thanksgiving. So it did save me awkward conversations because I didn't have <laughs> to do Thanksgiving. But it eh, wasn't a trade off I'd go for. Yeah. 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 It was not a, not a fun time. I'll, I'll tell you that. But. Oh, I'm scared. I haven't gotten sick yet in this season. And I feel like it's coming for me. And I don't. I really don't want it. I just knocked on wood for you, Tawny. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But uh, before we get into the actual episode, Aubrey, since you are a first time guest on the show, I have a question for you. And it's usually just a question that I ask uh, every guest that comes on here. So um, 
Well, it's actually a two-part question. So the first part of the question is, uh, what got you into horror? And the second part of the question is, if you were trapped on a desert island and you were only able to watch five horror movies for the rest of your life, what would those five horror movies be? Well, I'm going to answer that first part so I can quickly try to think of five in my head and not just (laughs) make everyone so angry at me. But what got me into horror, um, you know, it was really a bond between my dad and I. I grew up in a very religious house and, you know, it really wasn't my thing, but we always connected over horror. That was one of the things outside of the church that we connected on. Now, I know I had talked to Michael about this. He likes to like pop out at me at the scary parts. So that's why he watched them. But I've grown (laughs) to enjoy them very much. I love everything. Um, We kind of talked off camera. I have a very pretentious taste in movies that I love, but I can still get down on like any type of grindhouse movie. I'm so here for it. It really just depends on the type of horror you're going for. I I love it all here. So um, now stop stalling, Aubrey. Top five. <laughs> um, definitely my number one. I am a basic bitch when it comes to that. It's Halloween 19. You know, the Carpenter original one. I, I know it's the pumpkin spice of favorite horror movies, but there's a reason it is that. Um, so definitely that. Number two. Just a fanboy, some more over John Carpenter, The Thing, love The Thing. I think that's his best movie. It's not my favorite, but I think that's his best movie. Um, Number three, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, another pretty chalk one, um, but I, I love it. I, it. It has one of my favorite ending shots in all of horror. Um, I love Toby Hooper's adaptation of it. It's a disgusting film that you feel you can smell the whole time you're watching it. Um, so definitely here for that. Um. So that was three. I would say four, probably just to get some diversity in there. And I love the music in it. Rocky Horror Picture Show, because if I'm stuck on island, I want something with a little pizzazz. I can just change the mood a little bit. Love the music in there. Tim Curry. Excellent. Uh, So definitely there. Probably Rocky Horror, number four. And then number five, I, I guess we'll go with Kubrick's The Shining. I guess that's where we'll go. Uh, it's It's just something... That if I was stuck on a desert island, there's so many theories about that movie and what the hell Kubrick was actually going for with it. I could watch it a hundred times and pick different things out. So it could kill a lot of time until somebody yeah. comes and helps me and or I die of starvation because <laughs> I ate all the coconuts. So th- those are my answers. <laughs> I like the strategy. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I like the I like the plan uh, that went through your mind when you were thinking of that list. You're like, yeah, I told I gotta... you I just stall at the beginning. Like I had to think of some stuff. I had to think of what was going on. Cause I don't know. Maybe I will be stuck on a desert island and I, I can't just be stuck with five turds of a movie, but that's those would true. be mine. Those would be mine. Definitely for sure. All I classics. Have, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I also have to say, I love how you described Halloween as this pump, the pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I feel Tell like that's most, <laughs> I, I feel like that's most people's favorite horror movie. My, my horror movie included. So it is, it is also mine. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I mean, there's, there's no denying that even if it's not people's favorites. I, I, I've yet to meet somebody who's like, oh, I didn't like that. The movie's like, I've never <laughs> met anybody like that. So definitely yeah. definitely it's mine and i don't care i'll put the chalk down and be that basic basic person same same yeah i like i love your choices um all except for texas chainsaw massacre a bit <laughs> <That's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> i live in missouri i got i got family members that houses look like that so <laughs> i agree with I, family reunions yeah i was gonna say i agree with every single one of those picks except for the texas chainsaw massacre just <laughs> never been a fan of that i do like the 2003 remake though that one's really good but i i do think that one gets lambasted for no reason it's a pretty darn good remake especially mm-hmm. if you compare it to a lot of remakes we get but you know 
different different yeah, time. We'll definitely get into like best remakes sometime, people. Definitely. For sure. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you. Those were great answers, Aubrey. I appreciate it. That was fun. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, uh have we been watching anything, uh reading anything lately, guys, aside from the movies that we're gonna be talking about on this list today? Definitely Wednesday. I'm I feel like I'm I'm behind. <sighs> I'm late to the party a little bit. And so we're no, we've I already finished it. Okay, we've only seen, yeah, like I think three or four episodes, and it's pretty good. It's pretty uh unexpected fun. I love it, except for it falls into the category of all Netflix shows. It is five episodes too long. Give me three or four episodes. It's like there's not eight hours of material here. I'm sorry, Tim Burton. But his world <laughs> yeah. building is great. It's just there's like two or three. They're just fillers. But once, like Connie was saying, once you get into it, like the story caught me off. I, it had much more of a fun story than I thought, like a almost whodunit solving type of thing. So I yeah. really enjoyed that aspect of it. But. Yeah, it's just there's like three or four episodes. I'm like, we didn't need that. We didn't. Need yeah. That. Can we also say Jenna Ortega is the perfect fucking Wednesday? Like, uh, yeah. And she... I'm, I'm like, OK, can I I have a bone to pick with this? I actually messaged Felicia about it kind of because I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on with what's her name? Shit. Catherine Zeta Jones. I actually think that's the worst oh, yeah. casting choice. I'm like, she's not doing a great job, in my opinion. And this is not her fault, but I'm like, what are they doing? This is what I messaged Felicia about because she's super into makeup. I was like, what the fuck are they doing with her makeup, dude? Like, it looks so bad. And I think that's true for like all of the adult women. Like, I don't, they're just like doing them dirty. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, that sucks. But anyway, I'm, why wouldn't they make Christina Ricci her mom? Why wouldn't they make right? her Morticia? Like, I just, they look so alike. I don't know. I just was she like, I played Wednesday. She's part of the Adams family legacy. So of course, why wouldn't it be her? Yeah. yeah. But no, we get the tease of her as a teacher at Nevermore. So at least you get that. But I, I totally agree with you. It should have been Christina Ricci. It would have been a better casting choice for sure. And as far as like, I think Catherine Zeta Jones is a great actress and everything, but I don't know. I think Christina Ricci would have played the part better. So yeah. I'm glad that I'm not the only one that was feeling that way too. I'm glad that you and uh, Tawny are both feeling that way as well, Aubrey. <laughs> Cause I was like, mm, yeah, not great. I'm indifferent on it. I love Luis Guzman. Oh, he's great. People, I know a lot of people mm. are like, that's Gomez. I'm like, that's the point. Like, Gomez. no, he's perfect. Gomez. He's awesome. I love him as Gomez. I think so. he's perfect too. I think that's why maybe she is doing such a bad job is because that you put her next to all these people who are doing amazing. And I haven't seen like any other movies with Catherine Zeta-Jones. So I have no idea what her acting ability is. <laughs> so it's probably You've not good. seen the mask of Zorro. I, okay. That, <laughs> okay. That is the what? one. That is the one that I've seen, but it's been a really long time. I watched it as like a kid, so I don't remember I don't anything. I don't play you. <laughs> but I'm like, how are you going to put her next to Luis Guzman and Jenna Ortega? Like, I just, I, yeah. it's making it look worse with the comparison. It's so she's going for a less is more and it's just like, but you have to give some. Right, right. And it's similar yes. to like what people are saying about Harry Styles and Don't Worry Darling. It's like Harry Styles is not a bad actor. Like I've watched Don't Worry Darling several times now, and he's not that bad of an actor. But when you put him against someone like Florence Pugh, who is like up here, you're gonna like if you're not at the same level as Florence Pugh and like Chris Pine and Gemma Chan and all these people that are in this movie, you're gonna look like you're down here while everyone else is up here. So it's like a similar situation, I feel like for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else that you've been watching, Tani? That's really the only thing of note. I really, I mean, I will say this. I just discovered F Boy Island. And, oh, God. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Did you say love you love it? it? I, oh, I, my God. I was I like, 
I fucking, I texted Paige. I was like, I fucking hate reality dating TV shows. Like I hate them. But why is this the best thing I've ever seen? It's so it's funny. So good. It's the most honest. It. It's, it's the most honest. That's why, that's why it's great. Oh, and it's so funny. Like they really lean into like the comedy of it and having Nikki Glazer there as like the host. I just like, I don't, I did not see this in my future, but here that's mostly what I have been watching. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'll fall what down a- rabbit holes of trash TV. That 90 day oh. fiance catch, catch me on a Sunday. I won't get out of my sweatpants. I'll just watch that <laughs> stuff all day. 90 day fiance, my strange addiction, <laughs> yeah. all those chef type of shows. I fucking yes. love like, yep. Uh, Anything um, to make me feel better about myself. That's that's exactly. what that's what I'm going for. At least I'm not on this show. You know, at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually recently started watching F Boy Island as well, and I actually kind of like it a lot too. Maybe for different reasons, because I'm a thirsty hoe. So a lot of those <laughs> men on there, I'm just like there's a lot of men on there that are thirsty hoes. They want to come over. F boys. That's true. You, you want to come over here and F boy me as well sometime? Because <laughs> my door's open. <laughs> oh man just wait season two gets so much better i've seen them all i won't spoil nothing but season two gets pretty good we just finished like the first one and a half episodes of one of the second one oh yes i'm I'm excited you'll you'll enjoy it you'll enjoy it no spoilers (laughs) what about you aubrey what have you been watching a lot of wednesday so i'm glad we got to talk about that it's again it's just cool to see tim burton in his bag you know world building just creepy goss shit so that's cool um cabinets of curiosity by guillermo del toro on netflix is fucking amazing so good um graveyard rats is like one of my favorite things i've seen in a long time it's so punk rock of a stupid little short that i love um yeah. so definitely been watching that re-watching a lot of movies um because i know we'll get into it 2022 has given us so many great horror movies so re-watching a lot of stuff because i'm sure both you guys will agree making this list dwindling it down to 10 was exponentially harder than i thought so difficult <laughs> yeah yeah but other than that just re-watching just getting acquainted to the movies i wanted to talk about and cabinets of curiosity 90 day fiance f boy island wednesday <laughs> you know about everything you know yes yes and while i was home sick the last couple weeks i had a lot of stuff that i was able to watch so uh yeah, I, I mentioned them on my past episodes, but I did watch Don't Worry, Darling. Um, I watched Fall, which was a really great film. I don't know if either of you have seen Fall yet. Yes. So I good. Don't think so. Speak I love it. I, I hate heights. So it's just got, it's just very one of those things. That if you hate heights, it's just like you're just sweating the whole time you're watching it. Yeah, my pa- my like I was watching the yes. movie and my palms were like, Woo! Yeah. I was like freaking out the entire time. I was like, oh, my God, no. Um yeah uh let's see yeah i mean i i've just watched basically i watched so many movies in preparation for this list actually so i'll save i'll save more of my talk for the list but i was able to watch a lot more um Ooh, tawny i finally watched nope that was oh lovely. okay okay yeah. thoughts so, what are your thoughts well we'll save that for oh, okay we're gonna get to it we're gonna get to it <laughs> yeah, oh yeah we're gonna get to it for sure um but yeah without further ado uh with all business aside would you guys like to get into the episode like the our top 10 lists i guess i was having fun but i guess we have business to do <laughs> yeah we have we have business to attend to, i'm so sorry <laughs> no that's all right that's all right um and so i thought it would be fun to get you guys together and since it's almost the end of 2022 uh, i figured it'd be fun for us to do our own top 10 lists of our favorite 20 uh 2022 horror films and might I say, uh, Aubrey brought it up a minute ago. Like there are so many fucking good horror movies that came out. We got spoiled this year. Yes. 
as horror fans, we were spoiled. It's, it's actually insane to look back at 2022 and imagine how many movies came out this year. It's like, it's almost daunting to even imagine it. Do you guys think that kind of came from like the wave of the pandemic and a lot of stuff getting pushed back and everything? You know, I think that's one thing we're reaping, you know, the benefits of that is we're getting a yeah. lot of great movies because, you know, a lot of stuff got pushed back. But exactly like you said, man, it was hard to make this list because there's so many good ones. Yeah. And so many bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about those. That's no, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's part of it. I think the other part is like, I, I think we're definitely in a um, like horror renaissance of sorts. Like, oh, it, you know, I feel like it's come back in full force and just with so many, I don't know, like options and people and things like, you know, Blumhouse with like the low budget i feel like that kind of kicked off everybody looked at that and said like oh that's a smart business call we should do that too kind of like so i think there's a a handful of things and i just feel like i don't know the world has gotten a little crazy and i think you know that kind of leads to more horror movies because it's like an expression of what's happening happening culturally so i think there's like i think there's a few things happening oh for sure very glad you said that because that's a lot of my movies on here. It's just like brings up a lot of social cues that are very relevant. And I think it's very awesome that, you know, it can be put in art form so you can have that discussion. So I think that's super dope. And I'm glad you brought that up because I feel the exact same way. I'm excited for your list. I feel like you're going to bring all these very obscure things that I haven't watched. And no, it's there's some chalk, but uh, there's like <laughs> one or two on here that are like pretty personal ones. When I make my list, people like on my podcast and stuff. I try not to do chalk. I try to go with what Aubrey likes. And it, I, yeah. I know it may not be the correct answer. Like, I know my number 10. You guys are probably going to look at me and be like, listen to the podcast now. Cut this guy out. We don't want to listen to the rest of his list. But I loved it. It was su- it was such one of my movies that I just absolutely loved. But, yeah, I, I'll definitely get into it. I got some chalk ones on here. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my list after I've made it about 42,000 times. <laughs> now, I need to know at this moment, when you say chalk, what is that? What does that mean? Chalk is in somebody just being like, well, duh, that's the obvious answer. You know what I mean? Like, like what oh, he said okay. about Halloween earlier, like Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's everyone's favorite or it's kind of like, well, of course you'd put that stuff on there. You know, it was a big movie. Um, so I, I'm not going to come in here with like a bunch of Argento movies that you didn't know came out or got released on Shutter. I am pretentious, just not, not to that point yet. I'll watch them in my free time. Um, but I feel I'm an honest, pretentious person when it comes to my films. But <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, and that's what I love. I wanted to mention this as well, Aubrey. That's what I love about your podcast as well, um, is that you just, you you talk about what you like and not necessarily what everybody as a collective likes. So like when you do like your lists and stuff, you always do films that, um, you know, maybe not everybody agrees with or maybe not everybody has heard of. And I, I think that's what makes your podcast unique. You know, I really like that aspect of your podcast that you go with what you like, which is what I wanted to do when I set out to do my podcast as well. I was like, I'm going to go against the grain here. I've come up with I know I've probably said very questionable choices as far as my favorite movies go on my podcast before. So I vibe her completely with that. So I say it all the time. Art is subjective. There is no right or wrong answer. If you yeah. like it, you like it. As long as you can give me a coherent argument instead of just being like, oh, you know, Timothy Chalet's in. It's like, well, that, that doesn't make it a good movie. You know, yeah. if you can give me a coherent argument, I'm here to hear it out. And we can agree to disagree because that's the beauty of art, people. Totally. I can love a movie. You can hate a movie. 
and we can all live our best life, you know, just watching what we want. So absolutely. That's why I wanted to set out. And that was the main goal when making my podcast is like, people just come on, let's do a personable list, um, fun, interesting topics. Cause we like the title of this great podcast. We love horror. Everyone loves horror. So that was my whole goal. So I appreciate you saying that because that is a very obvious goal I was going for with mine. <laughs> good, good. And I also love Tawny and Felicia's podcast as well because they're kind of the same way. They don't fucking care. Like yeah. when you guys don't like a movie, you got I love when you rip certain movies to shreds. It's great. <laughs> it's not it's not often that we do that, but we do try to leave room for people. We're constantly caveating and saying like you know, other people have a different opinion and that's totally fine because we have some unpopular opinions too. And so it's like, you got to make room for everybody, you know? Yeah. I have people like- email me all the time and they're like, I literally pick my movies off what you hate because that's what I like. Great. Yeah. You got to see movies you like. That is totally fine. And I have no issues with anything. As long as people are out there creating and making art, I don't care. You know, if it's not for me, that is totally fine. It is not going to hurt my feelings. I will just watch Friday the 13th, the final chapter again and again and again and again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there that also watch Halloween ends again and again. And oh, again, yeah. So. yeah. And like, oh, that guy in the Killing Time podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But we'll have yeah. to, so you guys have to come on because nobody ever wants to do like negative list. I always want to do like top 10, like least favorite horror movies or like least favorite remake. And everyone wants to be all positive all the time. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to, oh, no. I want to really tear some stuff apart. I know. Really oh, I do. love, I I'll love ripping movies to shreds sometimes. It's, <laughs> it's very fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, we should totally do that. I'm, that's why I'm so excited to do our uh, worst films of 2022 list at some point. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yes. Um, yeah, but with all that being said, uh, I know that we all have some honorable mentions here. So do we want to, uh, start with either Aubrey or Tawny, whoever wants to go first, since you guys are the honorary guests, you guys always get to go before me. So whoever wants to go first out of the two of you, feel free, Tawny, take it away. Okay. I'll start on that note. We'll do a bridge here. We'll do a bridge. I want to do my honorable mentions that I thought were not good. And I really didn't like, yes, yes. I'm going to start with some more like dishonorable mentions. Yeah. Dishonorable mentions. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I think, I think I really, really hated crimes of the future. Yes. Oh, Cronenberg. What the fuck dude? So did I, let me tell you, Aubrey, I have never watched a David Cronenberg movie. This was my first. Oh, well, I'm sorry. On behalf of yeah. Cronenberg fans, this is not what we're used to. Yeah. And that's what everybody keeps saying. And is like, I, so I'm mad that I started with this one. That was my choice. Okay. And I accept it. <laughs> so I'm mad at myself. But oh my God, what a boring, convoluted, totally just messy, bad. I was like, I feel like I'm watching a student film level of like coherence with the coherence yeah. of it. Like I just was like, this does not even make any fucking sense very disappointed that sucked and then i don't know if we want to talk about that more but yes yes please <laughs> i i do want to hear i do want to hear more about this <laughs> oh I, that was basically it I oh, basically, okay <laughs> i just i didn't want to move to my next dishonorable mention before you guys got a chance to talk about it all oh. i can say is if you thought kristen stewart was awkward in twilight watch oh this my movie. god it is, and I this I agree with everything Tawny said. She's one hundred percent on. Um, it literally the whole time I'm watching this movie, I just feel like I just Cronenberg's in my ear. He's like, "You just don't get it," and I'm like, "No, I get it. Yes, I get it." And yes. it sucks, man. Like it's this is not high art. This is not how it goes. And I'll just watch the fly and forget this one happened. 
Yeah, exactly. Yes. And I kind of thought, I did kind of think the concept was really cool, though. Like, I, I did kind of like the concept, but I feel like the problem with the concept is that it got too convoluted. And it. I felt like there were, when I was watching it the first time, I felt like there's way too many cooks in this kitchen. I just feel like they can't decide what the fuck they want to do with this movie. It just felt so, like, out of left field in certain places. And it just, I was just like, what is happening? Like, what what is going on? You Surgery's know, like the, the new sex, man. That's that's what's going on. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just I feel like there has to be I there has to be a balance of like, yes, art house, beautiful like shots, like, you know, st- you know, all that kind of stuff. But there also has to be a, a story there. And yeah. if there's not totally. a good story to tell, what's the point? This movie would I have don't... been a better like 35 minutes short because Agreed. exactly like Tani said, there was like no substance here. Besides mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, they're like, surgery is the new sex. It's like, cool. How? Well, we're not going to tell you. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. and then it just, yeah. and then it just like ends. And you're like, thank you, Cronenberg, for the two hours of just <laughs> brain fuck. Like, thank you so much for that. It was yeah. like, I was getting so angry towards the end of the, I was like, this Didn't already. Yeah. I was like, can we fucking wrap it up? Like, I thought it was, I thought we were already headed for the end. Oh, anyway. Okay. Glad I'm not alone. <laughs> Super disappointing. Yeah. Ugh, okay, my next dishonorable mention. Oh, I do we want to go round robin? So I'm, I don't run through all of mine. I don't oh, have no, no, any no. dishonorable mentions, to be completely honest. So I, I am piggybacking off everything you say. No, you can go you go can go through me. all of yours. Go and off. then if we have any that match with yours, like uh okay. we can just we can just add those to ours okay. as well. Yeah. Um so my next dishonorable mention is, and I've talked about this till I was blue in the face because we did an episode on it. It was my best friend's exorcism, which Oof. is based on a book by Grady Hendrix. And the book is fucking phenomenal. And the movie was big, big disappointment. So yeah. Bummer. Haven't read see that the one? book. Haven't read the book. Saw the movie. The movie was like very forgettable besides like it was. the 80s synth music. Other than that, very forgettable. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, but it just wasn't like memorable. Like I was just like, okay, that was cool, I guess. Michael, totally. in, two, in two years, Michael, I'll ask you what the plot of that movie is and we'll see how much you liked it. I won't remember it. <laughs> there we go. Case in point. <laughs> yeah. The book is so good. I, I think that's why you're right. It's so forgettable. It's so it's such a middle of the road. Like it really isn't awful, awful. But when you've read the book and you know what the feeling of the book is and compared to the movie, I mean, they really just shit the bed on that. So. Oh, my for other sure. Dishonorable. Okay. My last one that I'll say, and this might be a little bit of a, um, I don't know, unpopular opinion. I finally watched Smile and I was not fucking impressed. And everybody out here was like, oh, it's, you know, it had, it did like better at the box office than Barbarian, I think. And I, I just don't, I, I don't know what I missed, <laughs> but I did not like this at all. Nothing. You watched It Follows, then you saw Smile. Yep. Pretty much. The more gory it follows. Again, it's kind of in the same vein as my best friend's exorcism. It's like just forgettable. Um, Mm. There's some cool pop out parts, but like that's not going to resound with me. You know, that doesn't resonate with me No, but it's literally it follows. That's more gory. So. And it's and and it follows is just a better movie in general. So. 100% <laughs> has, a, has a better story. Although I do on a positive note with Smile, I will say there were a couple of moments in Smile that I really did like. Um, for uh, like most important, like I really loved the reveal at the end where it like ripped off its face and it had like all the different like smile. That was cool. That was cool. that was really cool. That was cool. Uh, aside from that, I I pretty much 
predicted where the plot was going from the very beginning. That ending yep. scene where she self self emulates herself or whatever, I, I saw that coming a mile away. Like I didn't know that that was actually gonna like what she was gonna do, but I knew that that was gonna be the ending. So yeah, it was just yeah, whatever. I I did like the promotional material behind it too. How they had like that was neat. That yeah. was cool. How they had people like in the crowds at like fucking baseball games yeah. doing it. I thought that was kind of cool, but I don't know. It just wasn't as good as a lot of hype for a mediocre movie. Yeah. A lot of hype for a mediocre movie at best that I've seen 20 times. Mm-hmm. And the message, like, I was like, I get that this movie is like trying to have a message, but I just I, like fucking missed it, dude. I was like, I feel like you under it undercut the message with the ending. It's like, okay. Just what smile more. Happened? That's the message. Just smile more. Just smile more. <laughs> Let all that trauma go, or it'll just, live just to haunt you the rest of your life. Yeah. Or the teeth monster comes for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Those are those are great picks, Tawny. I, I agree with every single one of those. So <laughs> I'm not don't... alone in that. I feel like I had a I, I watched way more movies that I didn't like than I liked. So those are my only honorable mentions are dishonorable mentions. Nice. What about you, Aubrey? Um, dishonorable mentions. I, I can agree with everyone Tawny said. I mean, they're all those at best or average at best. Um, so I don't, I don't really have any dishonorable mentions. The only honorable mention I really want to give some props to is Prey. I really oh, enjoyed Prey, yeah. the new Predator movie. Fucking dope. I I fucking lo- I had zero expectations going into it. And I love Predator movies. And I'm like, this thing's going to be a turd. It's a like straight to streaming. It's going to be bad. Could not have been more wrong. I loved Prey. I tried so, so hard to get it on my top 10. Just couldn't do it. Um, so definitely wanted to give it a little love and I loved all of it. I, I loved the fighting and all the aspects of it. I loved the Native American aspect to it is so fun, so original and just a badass movie. So I love it. Really it was. Yeah. yeah, so good. It made my list. So I don't know if Ooh. I should say that now. When you hear my number 10, you're going to go, how did not make your top 10? <laughs> it, it, um, it made my honorable mentions list. So I'm glad that it was on on uh, yours Aubrey and then we can uh we can definitely talk about it on your list when it comes to it Tawny for sure okay. um uh any other honorable mentions Aubrey um I really enjoyed the cursed didn't know if you guys saw this movie super low budget kind of movie mm-hmm. a lot of practical effects cool little period piece um kind of like somewhere in between like a werewolf type movie and like a witch mm-hmm. movie check it out it, it it was another one I had no expectations for acting can be a little cringy because there's not a lot of like big name people but a lot of practical effects in there cool little creature feature so uh, I yeah. couldn't uh, dethrone anything to get in my top 10 but want to give it some love um in Deadstream don't know if you guys have seen Deadstream yes. what a fucking fun movie that was I loved it yes Deadstream is so awesome I love the main character how he hits like the streamers persona like 2AT and <laughs> oh it, God, it's just yeah. a fun ride it's just a fucking awesome fun ride Shutter original I whore myself out for Shutter all the time so please sponsor my podcast at some point <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sponsor yeah. the rest of our podcast. Yeah, all of us, all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not greedy. Let's send it around. But <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, it blew me away when I read the concept for it. I was like, this is going to be stupid. And then I watched it, and I was thoroughly enjoyed. I'm not a huge found footage guy, but the way they did it was really fun, really interesting. And it, it didn't take itself too serious. So uh, Deadstream is another one that I would definitely give props to. It threw me for a loop though, because I was not expecting it to be like a corny, like cheesy. Yeah. I was expecting it to be like a straightforward horror film. So when I got into it, I was like, the acting is so bad. 
And that's the, what I like. The acting it. It was, is so bad, but so it was supposed corny. to be bad. Yes. Yes. So once I understood that, I was like, okay, I get where this is going now. Cause I think at first I was like, this is supposed to be scary. I'm like, this is the it's making is... fun of itself. And that's what yeah. I can really enjoy. So, so that's I totally what I, once I realized that I was like, okay, this is okay. I can, I can vibe with this now. Cause at first I was just like, am I seeing the right movie? Like, what is, what is this? What is happening? And then once I realized that it was not taking itself seriously at all, I was like, okay, that's, this is that kind of movie. Okay. I got it now. Yeah. So go check <laughs> so. it out. It didn't make my top 10, but I'm glad I get to talk about it because it is definitely an honorable mentions, but that's for all sure. I have for honorable mentions. Perfect. Um, I have one dishonorable mention and two honorable mentions. Um, So my dishonorable mention of this year was VHS 99. I hate fucking hated it. I fucking hated it. I didn't even tune into it because I've been so disappointed with the other ones lately that I'm yeah. just like, nah. I didn't watch it either. It gave me a fucking headache. <laughs> it was honestly one of those mo- I don't know if either one of you have ever seen a movie so bad that it puts you in a bad mood after you've watched it because you realize why yeah. did I just waste two hours of my life? This movie put me in such a terrible mood that I watched Deadstream exact- right after this movie and it put me in a much better mood after. Oh, yeah. But I was like, this was not good. It was not good. I have not heard great things about it, and I had no desire to see it. Uh, that that was kind of a comment that flew pretty fast and burned bright and died pretty quick with the VHSs that were good. So, <sighs> yeah, and unfortunately, we're getting another one soon. So, <laughs> it, it, you know, if Saw has a place, you know, Chris <laughs> Chris Rock can revive VHS. That's what I believe. Ask Saw, <laughs> take it out of their playbook. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like, I did not like Spiral. I'm sorry (laughs) for the people that did, but I hated it. (laughs) When you find somebody who likes it, introduce them to me, please. (laughs) Okay, I will. (laughs) Um, And then my last honorable mentions is going to be Halloween Ends. I know that's probably going to be very unpopular with a lot of people. I did not hate this movie as much as a lot of other people did. I went in this movie with zero expectations whatsoever. And I just kind of enjoyed the ride. I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and just enjoy this regardless of how I feel about it. And I I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, And I don't want to get too much into it unless if it's on somebody's list, I don't think it is on any of our lists here. So, but I just feel like there's just more they could have done with it to make it less what it was, but that's all I'll say about it. (laughs) Well, well, we could spend more time talking about it on like a worst list or something later on, but yeah. I, I've yet to see anybody say they love that movie. They either hate it or like, it was okay. Yeah, yeah it was average. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. So uh, with that being said, Tawny, would you like to get in with your number 10? Sure. So I, I'm i going to start at my number 10. I made a game time decision like while we were chatting in the beginning and I swapped this out for a different one because I had Watcher in there and I swapped it out and put instead bodies 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 so i i'm dead (laughs) (laughs) i liked this one i don't think i liked it as much as everybody else like it was fun but i didn't like love it and so you'll you'll kind of see this through i i think like i have a really solid like one through seven and then the last few were like they were good they were right but like i was kind of struggling in the back half so I think mm. I'm on the opposite end because I know you guys were saying that you had a lot to choose from and it was really hard to do the top 10. I felt like I didn't have a lot to choose from in, in the back part. So Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was all right for me. And then when I started like researching and seeing what people were saying about the themes and stuff, I was like, okay, that's that's 
that makes more sense. And it's like more of a well-rounded movie than I thought, you know? And so I just haven't gotten a chance to like really dig into that, but I liked what I was reading and the ideas kind of thematically, I guess. Nice. That's actually, uh, that's my number nine. So, okay. Is it on your list? Aubrey? No, I, okay. I actually, I actually did not like bodies, bodies, bodies. <gasps> um, okay. I, I, I thought, I Just thought, kidding. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I didn't, it's not that I hated it. It's just like, I would never rewatch this again. Um, when like the whole like setup and ending is like, just based on like a super deadpan joke. I just can't rewatch it. Um, I, it, I, it was hilarious. And, and I know we all agree the podcast joke in there was hilarious. Very it's funny. hard to run a podcast. Like, yeah, that was great. And like yeah. the acting was great. In it. It's just, to me, it was just much to do about nothing. It was just kind of like, okay, like, and I get it. And it, I didn't hate it by any means. There's a lot more movies I hate, but mm-hmm. it didn't even, I remember seeing it in theaters. And I was very excited for it. And I think that might've been my issues. I was really excited mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. And I just saw it and I was like, okay, that was much more melancholy than I thought it was going to be. Like, it was just, yeah. like, it was just kind of an in the moment movie. Uh, and that's, that's not always a bad thing, but when you're not expecting that, and it's just one of those things that you had really high, I was waiting for it to be the new screen, like advertised. And it's mm. like, not even close to that. No. So yeah. I, I, I didn't, again, kind of like uh, Michael was talking about terrifying. I didn't hate it, but I would probably never like watch it again <laughs> or like, really enjoy it because once you get that really funny sarcastic laugh out at the end it's just kind of like okay I I like movies like that where you there's actually something going on and I can rewatch it and pick up on little things like ah, I didn't notice that the first time yeah no reason to do that here with buys 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 because once you figure it out it's like it's so deadpan I don't want to ruin it for people but (laughs) you know I I thought Pete Davidson actually did pretty well usually I'm not really a big fan of his but he's right in his bag um other than that, like all the performances were great and it was cool. It was, it was another movie that, like I said, I think it would have been a much better short, like a short film would have yeah. been excellent. It was just kind of like a lot of cell phone like camera for 40 minutes. And <laughs> why? I Because they have to make it 90 minutes is what I felt about it. Mm, okay. But, I, but didn't hate it. Didn't I hate can it. kind of agree with that in a sense. I I really enjoyed this movie, but that's just because like I just... I don't know. And I feel like a lot of people didn't like this movie that are like in the tw- uh, 20-something year range and older. I feel like they're not going to like this movie very much because it's very made for like Gen Z. It was not made for me. Movie. I'm 31. And I'll tell you that right now. It's <laughs> yeah. not made for me. And I'm okay with that. There's nothing wrong. With yeah, maybe yeah. that is part of the problem because I'm also 31. But I read that like, you know, people are talking about it as if it's a Gen Z movie, but it was made by like Gen um, what? what's the one? Millennial? before us no gen x gen x and millennials like i think even the youngest cast member there was maybe one that was a gen zer and so it was like a commentary which i I can't really tell if that makes it better or worse like are you making a commentary on a generation of people that you don't know anything about and you're just like poking fun i actually don't feel like that's how it was that's i think what Mm -hmm. why after i started doing the research and stuff what made me like it a little bit more and I was like, oh, there really does feel like there's something here. But yeah. yeah. No, I, I really, I really enjoyed like the concept of it. I think, I think the ending was actually really funny. I was like, oh, okay. That's okay. That's actually really funny. Fucking Pete Davidson's just a dipshit. That's what, what it is. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. It's funny, it's funny for five minutes, and then you're like, oh, really? I waited mm, 86 minutes to get to that. You know, that's yeah. that's kind of my thing. That's why I went in a great short. Like, imagine if that was in VHS 99. That'd be one of the best oh, things okay. in VHS. You I know, agree. You know, yeah. 30, 40 minutes, like a really cool, fun, in and out, quick and dry. And then just that twist at the end would be great. But it's just there's a whole lot in this movie where there's nothing. It, it, to me, it's just like not enough. There's just too much filler. That's my biggest complaint with it. Yeah, I, I, I definitely feel like it's not the best film of the year, which is why it's my number nine and Tawny's number 10. As I just I think there I think there was more that they could have done with it, but I appreciate it for what it was. I think it's actually pretty solid for the most part. Um, I really enjoy like a lot of the conversations that they have, especially that, you know, you brought it up, Aubrey, the, the fucking I was she's my favorite character in that movie yes. in general. But when she brings up the whole podcast thing, I was like that I was dying. I probably laughed for like two minutes after that i was like that is she's so true she's so I right i can't though. think of her name but she's in another phenomenal movie it's more of a thriller it's called shiva baby and it's awesome <laughs> yeah. check check that movie out it's it's pretty good people if you haven't seen shiva baby it's it's pretty good and it stars her and she's phenomenal and she's... i'm sorry her name slips my mind right now yeah. but i was laughing on camera because i'm making all these really uh obscure like criticisms of this movie and i can't wait to say my number 10 because i'm gonna look like such a dumbass <laughs> well that's actually perfect timing Aubrey, because it's time for you to give us your number 10 okay hit us with it <laughs> <laughs> let me preface with saying like i said my dad got me into horror and this is some of the first stuff he let me watch um i'm a huge fan of the original monsters like the og show and the movie could not be more monster than this i love the monsters it is absolutely a cornball of a stupid ass movie that is meant to be horrible and you roll your eyes at it more than you laugh that's the monsters to me and you know i thought it was cool to see rob zombie make a movie that actually the family could enjoy um without you know a bunch of fucks and boobies and like just white trash bash like he always does so yeah. i thought that was kind of cool to see him progress as an artist it is n by no means a flawless movie but it's just right up my alley. And it was just a really cool nostalgia trip for me, especially like, cause I watched it with my parents. Cause like I said, they're huge monsters fans. You can tell zombies, a huge monster fan. And like I said, there's some cheesy stuff in it. Some of the budgetary stuff they had to work around. Cause it was like a straight to DVD thing makes it a little cringy at times. But if you want just a fun movie that you don't have to take serious or you need to wash some dishes, you know, watch watch this movie. I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool because in the monster universe, you never got to see how Lily and Herman met. So it's kind of cool to see that. Um, I think Rob Zombie put enough of his touch on with like the punk rock aspect of it. It was, it's it's a it's a horrible movie. That's why I like it. If that makes sense, people. <laughs> that's 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 why it's weird. And I'm like picking apart bodies, 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 and there's no way bodies, <laughs> bodies, bodies is a w better or is a worse movie than the monsters. I'm not saying that at all. But I enjoyed the monsters for exactly what it was. And that's absolutely a cornball cringe fest. That's that's the monsters. And so I liked it. I had to sneak it on here. Um just so just so you guys could kick me off the podcast for I got <laughs> I well, am shocked. I am shocked. <laughs> but I haven't seen it, so I can't either. yeah. It has straight it to DVD qualities. It definitely does, and I will be the first to say that. But if there's a movie that can live in that universe and succeed, it's the monsters. So. Very nice. Okay. Very nice. All right. I, hey, Focus I stop making dad jokes. That's the monsters. That's all you need to know. And I know a lot of people hate Rob Zombie because he puts his wife in the movies all the time. Get over it. He's gonna do it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. 
and she is not the greatest yeah. actress in the world, but <laughs> yeah. that's just news, <laughs> and they know exactly what they're going for. So, you know, I, I enjoyed it so much. I know it's a love-hate thing, but I enjoyed it. My son likes watching it. It's fun. It's There's so much Technicolor in it. It's it's a fun time. It's a fun little movie. It's not serious at all. Um, so, yeah, The Monsters. It's, it's not a good movie by any means, but it's <laughs> one of my favorites of 2022. Very nice. Hey, no judgment here. I haven't seen it, first of all. So, and even if I had, I wouldn't judge you. So, <laughs> like yeah, you I'll, said, we yeah. all like what we like. So, exactly. I just haven't heard anybody say anything positive about it. Like, it's all been negative. So, yeah, that's why I, it shocked me. That. But hey, and I get that. And, uh, and a lot of it, I think a lot of it is people thought it was going to be so different. And it's literally like watching an episode of The Monsters, which is like just poor, bad quality. And it's, just meant to be that way and the jokes are just so bad it's like chewing on tinfoil sometimes but that's mm-hmm. the point if, if you enjoyed like if you can turn on you know the monsters go home from like the 70s and stuff and enjoy that stuff you'll like rob zombies the monsters if you're wanting to see rob zombie do the monsters it doesn't feel that mm, way. okay that's Makes why sense. all right Makes sense. I swear that's the only one that's kind of like, what the hell? That's one of my only like <laughs> super personal ones on here. <laughs> hey, that's all right. My uh um my number 10 is going to be fresh. Mm, it's on my list. It is much higher than 10. Oh, is it on your list too, Tani, or no? I haven't seen it. Okay. Woo! Uh where is it on your list? It is number four for me. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you want to just collectively talk about it with me. Absolutely. But I I, I really liked this movie. Um, I didn't like it more than I liked a lot of the other films on this list, but it it was a really fun (laughs) outlook on. I don't know, I guess not fun, but it's like different than I've ever seen a cannibal movie be before. Like it was something I'd never seen before. And it was like there were some parts of this film that I was like, oh, that's kind of icky like that's really gross like oh yeah um i really really enjoyed um the opening scene a lot where she's on the date with the guy and he's just a complete fucking (laughs) i've I've been on dates like this before it's it's it was it's actually kind of triggering (laughs) watching this i was like wow (laughs) the whole movie is a commentary on dating and i fucking love it i'm so glad we get to talk about fresh but i will not hijack you any longer michael Oh no, you're good. You're good. Um, I just I I really enjoyed the acting in this film. I enjoyed uh the cinematography is really good. Um, I enjoyed the story overall. I th- I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I saw a lot of like where I also really loved how like the first, what is it like twenty minutes of the movie is just like before we even get to the title card, and then yep. we finally get the title card twenty minutes in. I was like that was kind of cool. I liked that. There's but. so much in this movie that I love to digest. And it's just like, a, like you were talking about, it's an ultra commentary on like dating and like the Tinder profile. And, you know, her complaint before that title card even rolls is, you know, why, why can't I just meet somebody in person like Disney? You know, did Disney lie to us? And then she meets that guy in person. He's so sweet. He's so nice. And then he kidnaps you and tries to sell your flesh off to creepy guys exactly so it's like yes disney did (laughs) lie to you like it's so good and it's just it's directed by a female so i love to see that they're getting the voice out there and i I just love the fact that when the movie and if you guys haven't seen it screw you it's been out all year but if you haven't seen it (laughs) yeah screw you tawny yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm Tony's just, like, I feel attacked I'm over just here kidding. now. The only reason I say that is because, like, this movie needs to be viewed without knowing anything about it. Yeah. If you know where the twist and stuff is going, the way it's structured will be stupid. Like, you won't like it. Um, it'll be like, well, that's weird. But, like, when you don't know where the twists and turns are coming, like, if you just go in blind, it's so awesome. Um, and, yeah, it, there's so much fun stuff. Like, even the fact when he, like, meets her for the first time in the grocery store, she's staying right under a sign that says fresh meat. You yeah. don't even know. You don't even get that yeah. until it's like, oh, no, he he's, like, kidnapping people and selling their body parts to these creepy people. Um, yeah. And it just unfolds and gets creepier and creepier. And, like you said, all the performances were really good. I really like the fact that, I was a little nervous she was going to get like Stockholm syndrome and like just oh, fall in yeah. love with them. And I love the fact that she's like, no, no, fuck that. And like just the whole escape and her plan how to get out is just chef's I would kiss, do so. exactly the same thing too. Me, I just get eaten. I don't know. I'm 31. <laughs> what else do I have to look for? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to pay you more taxes. Just give me the <laughs> just, just kill me now. If I, yeah, if I can make if I can make somebody happy by eating me, you know, that's why I'll go out on top. You're like, just just kill me now. It's fine. Yeah. They say in the movie the guys don't taste good, so that's that's why they don't kill the guys. But it's yeah. it's phenomenal. It's exactly like the title says. It's a super fresh movie. Oh, I'm it is. Yeah. Like it. Um, I think it came out like in January, and I think we just I yeah. watched it on a whim just because I was like, well, what the hell's out in January? And it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. I highly implore you to watch Fresh. Um, I know Tawny will enjoy it because she actually enjoys and digests films and stuff, so she'll like it. But if you're just a modern like consumer of movies and don't like thinking about it, don't look anything into it. Don't just watch it because the Winter Soldier's in it. Like go in <laughs> blind and enjoy it. Fresh is awesome, and it's it number is. four on my list. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, you guys are selling me on it. You're talking it up. You're talking it up, and it's moving up my list of things that I, I literally watch, so. tell like people who aren't horror fans are like, "Tell me a horror movie to watch." I'm like, "Watch Fresh because it's so good." And like, the yeah. violence is very toned back in a sense that like it's not abrasively like, like it's not. But it's like, like more realistic. Yes, but there are parts. Yeah. Like, the whole time he's like carving up body parts. Like it's just this mm. hard eighty cents music. Yeah, he is yep. just getting into it. Just, very patrick bateman yes yes it's very very much so very much so and yeah. it's it's an awesome movie so i i actually was kicking myself for putting it number four so actually i don't feel so bad now <laughs> i i think the reason why it's so the lowest on my list uh is is mostly just because i think the ending kind of it was weird it was i, I think they're setting it up for sequels is why <sighs> they ended it like that because of all the like devil pictures and stuff in the cold which, like the which cult I, picture goes everywhere which i hate it when movies do that it's like why just set it up for a sequel just make it a good fucking ending and then if we want a sequel just give us a sequel but why give us like a cheap ending just so to give yeah. us like the option of getting this it's just i feel like that's kind of lazy as far now, as like if they do go the route that i hope they do if they do a sequel earmuffs people if you haven't seen it um she kind of likes the taste of human so if it's her getting revenge yeah. on the whole cult that buys people and stuff while fighting her urges to eat people i'll get behind that but i agree <laughs> with you it's just kind of like it was such a great movie why do we have an ambiguous ending right yeah i think that's what, i think that's what uh was the nail in the coffin for me of putting this in the last on my list it's just because i feel like there were movies that had better endings in this uh list so yeah uh fresh is my number 10 and uh also uh aubrey's number four so uh we're taking it back to you tawny with your number nine so Okay, number nine. I went with Resurrection. You, you want to 
you want to talk about a weird ending i'm not i'm not even quite sure how i feel about this movie <laughs> like i feel like there was a lot of good leading up to the end but i ended it and i felt like that might have been a little too weird for me you know that might have been one that was like that was a little over my head and like i feel like i mm. caught i caught some stuff and some of the stuff i liked and i really enjoyed the Di- relationship dynamic between her and her daughter like mm. all of that was really really good and then I just was like okay what where were we going so I don't know I don't actually know how I feel about it but I just felt like it was intriguing enough you know to put on the list in the back half of my list so yeah that's one performances that's... alone should get that in the top 10 yeah the resurrection was dope Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth are dope oh my god Rebecca Hall is mm. She's slowly becoming a scream queen. She's so like, good. House, this like the gift. She's yeah, so yeah. good in the gift. Think of that. Oh, I love yeah. that movie. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Um, it's not on. Um, it's it didn't even make it my honorable mentions list, but I'm gonna put it on my honorable mentions list now that I'm remembering that movie. I completely like movie missed the radar for me. I love that movie. I I will agree with Tawny though. I think the ending is like I don't quite know if I understand what was happening there. Yeah. It was a little confusing to me. And I've yeah. only seen it once, so I may have to go back and watch it again and, and really gather what that ending's about. But I liked I it. I don't want to spoil it for people if they haven't seen it, but it's it's I think it the ending is kind of can be interpolated in different ways. You know, it's either her yeah. like finally succumbing to everything and like mentally broke, and this is like her lobotomized state of mind, just like <laughs> she's so happy. This is it. But that's not the reality she's living. That's just what right. she's seeing in her head. Or, you know, the more nefarious one. Um, mm. But it, it's just it's just definitely one of those things that is a crazy movie that exactly like Michael and Tony are saying, like, it doesn't explain a whole lot, except for the fact yeah. that Tim Roth is super creepy and keeps talking about the baby in his belly. Oh, and he's doing I like, oh, he did a good job, too, because oh. I was like, I really it really like was on that line of like, is this funny because it's so like out there? I don't like I'm not a fan of like fun funny like yeah. i like some horror comedies but i actually legitimately like to be scared and so like i don't like stuff that kind of edges into the comedy of it not not everything but some things and i this is one of those that rode the line and i was like is this weird and then i at some point i was like no he's selling me on this this is fucking creepy and yeah. i it's very uncomfortable the way they portrayed the abuse not only in like a like physical sense but in like a spiritual and like manipulation way was so good in a very terrifying way it's just like oh yeah. my gosh like making her do kindnesses and yeah like, oh my god yeah oh. i really liked this part yeah the like, way yeah. that it's just so oh and it felt so like not um it felt so like was is the right word innocuous it felt i don't know if that's the right yeah. word it felt yeah. like it wasn't a you know he wasn't saying like insane things it was like it oh. all sounded kind of nice he was like i just care about you and like you just need to do me a kindness and yep. that kindness is like you're gonna go squat in a public park for 12 hours you know and i just was like yeah all of that i felt like was really really good yeah and walk to work with no shoes on and like yeah. it's just like the the sense of abuse and like even the whole time like at the beginning when she first sees him and she's like leave here leave here and he's like what are you talking about like that is such a form of manipulation gaslighting and, and yeah and just like what like just to try to get her off of her like mindset and like at first i thought it was going to be one of those movies where it's like oh rebecca hall's just crazy because she had some yeah. trauma no yeah. it does not go there people it goes <laughs> in much more nefarious places yes and tim roth and rebecca hall it was it was a phenomenal movie so honestly i totally forgot to even put it on my list so thank so you so much for letting us talk about it 
Yeah, thank you, Tawny. <laughs> yes. All right. Such a, such a good, such a good choice. I I love that. But it's not the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> with the with the way uh <laughs> the way Aubrey's talking about the monsters, you might as well just put that as number one this year. <laughs> a lot, le- lot less baby eating than the monsters. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, Aubrey, hit us with your number nine. Number nine. Um, I really didn't like it's not that i didn't like i didn't really care for the first installment of this movie till i saw this movie number mm-hmm. nine for me is pearl pearl is far superior to x in my opinion that's just me i it's not that i didn't like x it was just kind of like okay why is this lady just killing everybody like just because she's unattractive and old now <laughs> um and then you watch Pearl, and you're like oh okay and the way it's shot um, you know, Ari Aster promised us with Midsommar that we would get Wizard of Oz for perverts, and I didn't feel that way. I felt that with Pearl, like the coloring and the vibrancy of it, and like uh, just Mia Goth. Like, can we just like snaps oh snaps for Mia Goth? Like, she is so phenomenal. She helped write on it. That ending credit roll with her just smiling and crying is just like stuff of Oscar performances. Yeah, um, I enjoyed Pearl a lot more than I liked X. I liked X a lot more after Pearl. Um, but yeah. that's just Ty West being a master Artur and just like subverting all your expectations. Cause if he gave us Pearl first, everyone would be like, this sucks. But it's the fact <laughs> that it's the opposite of what Halloween ends did and actually did a correct way of, you know, strategizing a three-part movie instead of yeah. just putting all the uh, creative liberties at the end. Um, but yeah, I love Pearl, love the kills in it. Love me a goth, love Ty West, love the coloring of it, love the setting of it. Not it's like good things I can say about it. It's like Gone with the Wind meets The Wizard of Oz meets <laughs> fucking like Texas, <laughs> like Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Up, yeah. Right? It's, it's, the violence is not short in this movie. It's not a cutaway movie. No, not at all. Um, it's actually my number three. So I'm glad that we uh, is it on your list as well, Tani, or no? I still haven't seen it. <gasps> Tani. Yeah, you are I know. missing out this year. This one like X. I did like X, yeah. Then you'll um, love Pearl. Then you'll love Pearl. It, it's it's not that I haven't wanted to see it. It's that I have a very specific group of people that we all went to X together. And so I'm holding out because now I'm like, now we've made like a pact. Some I I don't know if everybody knows that we're in a pact, but I know that. And um <laughs> She takes her she takes her pact very serious people. Are you listening, Pack? Listen to this. Yeah, I hope Let they Tawny see Pearl. I hope they hear this but we tried to go see it in theaters like three weekends in a row and we just couldn't manage it like our schedules kept getting fucked up and it was like okay well we'll finally go see it you know tonight and we tried to like look up and it was only at one theater at 10 30 at night and we're all too old to start a movie at 10 30 <laughs> out in the world so because yeah. we always like to get drinks afterwards and like you know talk about it so we just haven't gotten a chance to do it so now we got to get together at somebody's house uh you know it's a whole thing I'm I'm yeah. sure it'll be good and I do want to see oh. it, but you know, and it like with what uh, Aubrey was just saying, like about how it makes X a better movie. Like I personally, in my opinion, I prefer X over Pearl just because I felt like it had more fun characters. Like the the setting, I love the '70s setting more so than I love the 1910s setting. So for me, it was just. But what I will say about Pearl is that it definitely enhances X. Like you watch X after Pearl, and you're just like, oh my god, this makes this movie so much even more better than I like thought it was to begin with. Um, and I really love the fact, and this is just a credit to credit, like um, Ty West and Mia Goth's writing as well is this, they make this character of Pearl 
And yes, she's very unlikable because she is kind of a fucking psychopath, but she also has moments of humanity where you feel, you feel so sorry for her. Uh, Like there is a scene where she is just wailing. Like she is just screaming and crying and it's just like, Oh my God, like you just feel so bad for her. And then there's, um, I don't want to spoil too much for you, Tani, but there is like a 10 minute monologue scene toward the yeah. end of this movie where it's just one shot of Mia Goth saying this 10 minute monologue. It's incredible. And the things that she's saying, like there are certain things that she's saying where I felt on a personal level. I'm like, oh, my God, like I feel that like, you know, I feel the, some of the things she's feeling, not, you know, the psychopathic serial killer tendencies I'm not feeling, but like <laughs> some of the things that she's feeling about herself as a person and like her struggle to fit in with this society and to, to get her name, like to get herself somewhere where she wants to be known. Like she wants to be known for something. And I feel like that's like a lot of people's struggles. Like they want to, they want to leave this world leaving an imprint. And I feel like that's kind of what Pearl feels. She, she wants to, she wants to leave this world, like feeling like she accomplished something. Um, And it, it is sad watching Pearl knowing that she's going to inevitably stuck on this farm forever yeah. like she's not going anywhere so it, it's 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 this like complex character study on like nature nature versus nurture as well because it's like i feel like mental health was not as big of a priority back in those times so she could have very well gotten the help that she needed if she if it was a priority you know uh, these these tendencies that she tends to have, she could have talked to somebody about it. But since she has no one to talk to, it just it's like a whole like storm of just shit that brews up and brews up throughout the movie. So by the end of it, she has just lost her marbles, like yeah. <laughs> just completely to where she's like, like uh, Aubrey was saying, there's this like credit scene where she's just smiling at the camera and she's just like, yeah, yeah it's like it's, it's insane, like in the best way possible. Oh, oh, yeah. And I love how she just keeps going and she's like. Yeah. Like she just, oh, it's it one of the only times I've actually sat through credits and didn't realize it because I was just mesmerized. <laughs> yeah, mesmerized. Incredible. Um, and I don't want to talk too much more about Pearl because I know Tawny has not seen it, and this is a movie that you have to go in like practically blind. So yeah, that's all I'll say about Pearl. It is my number three. Um, it's nine Aubrey's number nine. So, uh, great film, love it. But uh, oh. Going on to my number eight, since we already talked about my number nine, which was Bodies, 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 I'm going to go to number eight, which is Fall. And oh, I love this movie. I I, I, I I have a thing for survival horror films. I, I think these kind like of films are really, yeah, they're really fun, um, specifically when you put like a, a, like a, a couple of characters or a group of characters in a scenario where they have to survive you know a life or death situation and you know they're you know, either stuck on a snowy mountain or in a desert or on in this case i guess it's on top of a 2000 foot fucking radio tower which hell no hell to the motherfucking no you would not pay me enough to do that no fucking white people man what's up <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying man but yeah but it, yeah basically it tells the story about two girls um they're climbers and at the beginning uh the uh, the main character she goes through a tragedy uh, and uh, it's basically kind of a bonding experience for these two girls to kind of like go to this tower and and she's trying to get over her fear and they end up like climbing this tower which is just not has not been in service for a very long time they're actually about to tear it down uh, from what they say in the film but they go to climb this and 
I love the setup to this entire, like this entire first like 30 to 45 minutes of this movie is so anxiety inducing. I don't think I've ever been this anxious for a movie in a really long time, but the way they, the sound design of this film is incredible because when they're climbing the tower, you just hear every creak and groan of this fucking ladder. They show you shots of like loose bolts and shit on this tower. Like, the entire time that they're climbing it, you're just like, oh my God. Some, and you know something's going to happen because obviously, but you just don't know when it's going to happen. And they do several like fake outs as they're climbing this tower that you're like, oh God, you know? Um, Yikes. It's just, it's so good. And then there's like a twist uh, toward the end of the film that I actually did not predict. And normally I'm really good at predicting things, but I, I loved the little twist thing. There's a there's a twist and I won't spoil it for because, Tawny, you haven't seen it, right? No. Have you seen okay. it, Aubrey? I have. OK. Is it on your list as well or no? No, it, it, it's not on my list, but OK, I, I, it did give me sweaty palms. It did do that. <laughs> yeah, I just I really I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I think that I just I don't know. I, and, and the visual and the practical effects look really good. Like there's times when they're climbing this tower where like you can't tell if it's a green screen or if they actually fucking had these girls climb this tower. Cause like the, the, the visual effects look so good. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very good movie that does a lot with a little, um, yeah. very reminiscent of the same guy who made the same movie 47 meters down very much in that vein where yes. it's like doing a lot with a little and this movie, exactly like Michael said, had a lot more in it. Like, I literally was, I turned on the movie. And I was like, why aren't they at the tower? I was just assuming it was going to be a dumb movie like that. But they're just at the tower and climbing up. And it's just one of those, here we go again, movies. But there was yeah. a lot of substance to it and a lot of, like, uh, where she got the will to survive and stuff. So it was a cool movie. I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it gave me sweaty palms. It's very much like 47 meters down. I, I enjoyed it. The twist you don't really see coming. And yeah. it's it's a cool movie. I, I enjoyed if this movie had come out like any other year, it probably would have been on my list. But I just had too many movies that I, I couldn't <laughs> get all on there. Yeah, too too many too many good movies this year. It's really hard to fucking like pick and choose, honestly. The monsters did come out this year, if you were not aware. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Running joke, people. Here we go. This, you're stuck with me. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, no, that's my that's my number eight is fall. So, Tawny, what is your number eight? Number eight, I went with Hocus Pocus 2. Ooh. I I really enjoy, I know this got a lot of shit, but I thought it was like pretty fun. It definitely lost steam as it went and the end was like, okay, all right. But at the beginning was phenomenal. I loved how they you know brought in these like characters that really took over like the mayor of the town that guy i don't know remember his name but i feel like there was a lot of good and it was fun it was really like a fun popcorn movie so i enjoyed it overall 100 percent agree that's kind of how i felt about you know no brain i say it again the monsters you know it's just a fun feel-good movie it was just like it did exactly what i wanted it to do it built a little bit on it and you know it's it could be very interchangeable at number 10 for me so i'm glad we got yeah. to talk about it I actually have not seen Hocus Pocus 2 yet. <gasps> oh, okay. I, I know. I'm so like behind it's good. It's on good. that. I just, I don't know. I feel I've, I'm almost scared to watch it because Hocus Pocus is like one of my favorite movies from like growing up as a child. Like Me that too. was a movie I watched pretty much almost every day when I was growing up as a kid. That was one of the, my staples as a movie. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scared in a sense to watch the second one because I, I, I don't know. I've heard mixed things about it, and I'm like, I don't want it to ruin the first one. I don't if know. If you don't go in expecting it to be the first one, if you just go in saying, thank God we get to see these characters again. Right. Yeah. Enjoy this movie so much. If you go in expecting it to 
you know, capture the nostalgia of the 90s and stuff. It's not. It does not okay. do that. Just think yeah. of it as its own movie. Enjoy it for what it is. The acting is great. They brought everyone back. The jokes are just as funny. Um, it, it, exactly like Tony said, great popcorn movie, something everybody can watch. And, you know, you get to see the Sanderson sisters like before, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. Get to see them as kids and like how they became to be. So, oh, OK, that's cool. cool, cool yeah, that's cool. how they open it. So, oh, I didn't not, know that. Yeah, we're not ruining anything. It's like right away we jump yep. into way back then and the little kid actors that they got for them phenomenal like yeah that was felicia and i's i think favorite part of the entire movie like it is so good that it starts off amazing with a huge bang and then just towards yeah. the end it kind of peters out like it just feels mm. like they didn't have enough they didn't sustain that same like level of energy or excitement as the beginning i say watch it too it try to go in with yeah it's never gonna match the original yeah. never ever yeah <laughs> but i thought it was fun Okay. Okay. You guys are selling me. It it just kind of like at the end, it feels a little more paint by numbers. Like it's like, okay, you did this in the first Hocus Pocus. Like, Mm. but it's, that's not a knock on it. It's a kid's movie. You know, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. It's meant for the whole family. And, you know, you get a lot of the same characters back again and a lot of new fun ones. Like, I, gosh, I can't remember his name, but he's the magician at the Magic House that houses the Sanderson sisters. Oh, he's great too. He's yeah. so awesome. Like <laughs> yeah. from Detroiters and like all that stuff. And, um, you know, Werewolves Within. Uh, like, he's so funny. His timing's great with it. You know, for being a Disney Plus, like straight to streaming movie, like I couldn't have asked for more. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'll have to see it. You guys are selling me on it now. So I think I'm going to go. I definitely think I'm going to see it now. So for sure. I just, I don't know. There was just something about it that I was like, I'm scared to watch it. I don't know. You don't want to tarnish the re- reputation. Yeah. I, I get that. But this movie doesn't do that. It okay. I really felt like it respected the original. And like you're saying, it built on it. It wasn't like, uh, yeah, maybe it was a cash grab. And I think that's like part of why people are mad. But it's like, whatever. It was fun. <laughs> I don't okay, know. So you don't want you don't want a cash grab, so we don't get Hocus Pocus too. Wow, you really <laughs> killed it there, audience. Like, yeah, yeah. get over it. Of, of course, it's going to be a cash grab. And how many fucking years in a row have people yeah. been like, "I want a Hocus Pocus too." Where's Hocus Pocus too? We've been talking about it for fucking years. Where's the Hocus exactly. Pocus too? And then they actually made one, and everybody goes, "Cash grab." <laughs> it's, like, it's like you can't we make them happy. I, you, can't, you can't. You can't fucking please people. It's ridiculous. No. no. Not at all. Not at all. It's like I, people, I, I the same people com- that complain about like the Annabelle movies are the same people that complain about A24 films where it's like they're giving you something new and they're not giving you the same jump scare bullshit that they do with the Annabelle movies. But yet people are like, I want more jump scares. What is this? I had to sit here for an hour and a half before anything happened. And it's like. Art is subjective. People watch what you want to watch. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with that. I put monsters at number 10. Come on. <laughs> Just yeah. watch what you want to watch. Enjoy your life, you know? Life's exactly. Too short. Exactly. Enjoy your films. Enjoy the Sanderson sisters back. Who cares if it's a cash grab? They, these can be mutual beneficial things. Yep. And even if it was a cash grab, at least they're doing it for something like substantial. Yeah, exactly. So just me. But uh great pick, Tawny. Have Thanks. to ha- still have to see that movie, but I will I will get on that as soon as possible. <laughs> but uh what's your uh what's your number eight? Aubrey for me um this movie uh had a lot of hype going into it and I feel it did a very good job of meeting all those expectations it didn't reinvent the wheel but it was a cool little like throwback movie the black phone I love the black phone I thought it was awesome there's a lot of dark heavy subject matter and I like that they don't show it 
Ethan Hawke is incredibly creepy. His masks are incredibly creepy. It's a cool, fresh movie. Um, the only reason it's not higher on my list is it is a little long and a little bloated for me. So the rewatchability is kind of like, like there's a lot of character building in it. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, Ethan Hawke alone makes this movie super dope. And, I, you know, for how much hype it got, usually movies like this, when they get that much hype, are kind of like Smile. It's like, okay, <laughs> I've seen that movie a hundred times. This one I hadn't seen before, really liked it. Thought it was cool. Thought it was fresh. So yeah, number eight for me is the black phone, and that's also my number four. So yes, it was some battleships here. It's very very high on my list of films this year. Tawny, is it on yours? I haven't seen it. <laughs> Tawny's just like I haven't seen a lot of movies. This I know. Year. <laughs> I've been. I even tried. I even went on like a I, like I binged a bunch to try to catch up on 2022 movies, but clearly I didn't do a, a great job. So. Hey, that's fine because it makes your list a lot more unique than ours. Because exactly. like, like I, I was afraid that coming into this episode that we we're going to have a lot of the same. And I feel like for the most part, we, we've had a couple that are the same. But so far, like all of our lists have been very vastly different. So. Yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if it, as we get down to the top picks, I think we might end up Overlap having a lot of the same. Bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have all the same sentiments that you do, uh, Aubrey, with this film. I... I don't mind that it was long. Like, I don't mind that it was like a longer drawn out movie because because the ending was so um, rewarding. Like all the setups and the payoffs with the ending scene. Because you kind of watch this movie and you're like, okay, what is going on here? Like, why, why is this leading to this? And why is this leading to that? And then you find out at the end with the final confrontation with Ethan Hawke and this kid, all of the things that he was doing ended up benefiting him in this scenario. So it was just, it was like such a cool um, ending kind of like way to wrap up like the whole movie as a whole. Uh, The acting was incredible. I love, I think the highlight for me was the sister character. She was fucking amazing. Mm, There were a couple of moments in that movie where she literally made me laugh out loud when I was watching. I was like, she is hilarious. Uh, I I don't remember exactly what the line is, but when she calls them like fucktards or something, this little like 10 year old girl calls the principal and like a police officer fucktard. (laughs) It's fucking great. great. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just I really loved like the whole and and the director. um, I cannot think of his name off the top of my head, but Tawny, he directed The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh, okay. We did an episode on that. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He also made Sinister, which mm, unpopular opinion for me, not the biggest fan of that movie, but. (laughs) Um, The Black Phone's better than Sinister. Oh, the Black Phone is cool, but Sinister is nowhere near as good. Oh, the Black Phone, just such a good story from beginning to end. I really love I'm I'm such a sucker for 70s vibe movies. So I think that's also why I love X so much. And since this movie also takes place in the 70s, I was just already like on board with it. I was like, I love this. I love the 70s. I, you know, so yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll just Black clarify. Phone. I don't think it's too long. I'm just splitting hairs when we're trying to get top 10 <laughs> yeah. movies. I have to find reasons not to put it at number four. Right. And so by no means, people, am I saying this like long and drawn it? It's just if I have to cut it down on something, it's just the rewatchability. Cause once you know where those twists and turns are kind of going, it's like, okay, I don't need these long conversations anymore, but right. exactly like Michael said, the payoff at the end is phenomenal. Definitely one of the reasons it's in my top 10. And yeah. so e- e- even my complaints about it are literally just splitting hairs and just trying to convince myself not to put it higher than eight. <laughs> so it's still a phenomenal movie in every sense. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I think, um, and I think like, 
it would have been an issue. Like the length would have been an issue for me personally, if there hadn't been a payoff at the end. Cause I feel like there's so many movies that are like so long in length and you don't get a payoff at the end. So it's like, what was the point of like giving us all of this just to lead up to absolutely nothing at the end. And that's, this movie does the opposite of that. It actually like does a lot of lead up with a lot of like satisfy satis, um, satisfying conclusion i don't know what the fuck i was trying to say just now satisfaction that's the word i can't i can't speak today guys i'm so sorry okay. seems to be a common thing on my podcast i can't use words it's fine <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, but, yeah all right but uh yeah that good was pick. number eight for me number eight for me so i'm excited to get more my list because i know you had it number four so we pretty much just switched fresh in the black phone that's pretty much what we did because i had pretty much four so and Pretty that's much. how close it is with these movies, man. Like, I, I really don't think they're either like exponentially better than the other. That's just how close it was yeah. for me. Well, and that's also why I love doing these top 10 lists with you guys, because it's just like, I feel like our lists are so vastly different and we may have the same movie, but we didn't always rank them the same. So that's always just fun to, to kind of go in blind and not know where you guys have these movies, but yeah, great pick. Thanks. Um, Moving on to my number seven, uh, we're going to go with Scream or five, five cream, Scream five, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> there were many names for it this year. Five cream being my favorite <laughs> for obvious reasons. But um, the reason why this movie is number seven and not higher on my list is just because there were this. This is a solid Scream film. I will say, like, I really did enjoy it. It took a couple of watches for me to really get into it um, because it definitely out of all the Scream films, it's definitely the Scream film that you can tell lacks Wes Craven's touch on, obviously, because he's passed away, unfortunately. So you definitely miss Wes Craven in this film a lot. But I feel like what the new directors really did is they really paid respect to the other films that went before it. And this film does so many things right. Um, but it also does quite a few things wrong as well, <laughs> which is why it's not higher on my list. There were just things that really bothered me about this film as well as things that I think they did really well. Um, I think the characters are great. Uh, I, I'm i not keen on the final... I'm not keen on Sam as a character, and I don't know if it's just because of the actress. I just felt like she could have been better, but there are other characters in this film that I really like. Um, like, you get uh, Tara, played by, um, you know, uh, what's her name? <laughs> so she's escaping me right now. I don't know. Sorry. Jenna Ortega. I'm I was so sorry. Say, is it Jenna Ortega? I, I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't really remember, but I yeah. couldn't remember her name in the movie. I always just say, you know, Jenna Ortega. Yeah. So. Jenna, Jenna Ortega is outstanding in this movie. Like that whole opening scene with her phenomenal. Like it's so great. Um, yeah. Just, I think having a scream film 10 years after the fact, I was, I was so pumped for this movie. And it, like I said, mo for the most part, it did deliver uh, in most aspects, but the reason why it's not higher is just, there's just certain choices that I think they could have made that would have made the movie better. Um, first of all, saying uh, they should have left the whole Stu's house twist out of the fucking trailer because that ruined it for me. Like going into yeah. Scream 5, knowing that the conclusion of the movie was going to end up at Stu's house. I was like, why would they show that in the trailer? They know that Scream fans that have seen these movies religiously are going to know that Stu's house. Like, it's just inevitable. So knowing that going into it was kind of a bummer for me because they they almost set it up in the film because Sydney calls uh uh Sydney calls um 
her on the phone. It's like, you're at Stu's house. You need to get out of there right now. And it's like, okay, if that was supposed to be set up, it's supposed to be like a twist for us audience members. Why the fuck would you put it in the trailer? That's all I have to say. Like, it just bothered, that really bothered me a lot. And that was one of the things that really bogged this movie down for me, honestly, is I feel like that would have been a much better payoff if we wouldn't have known. But I don't know if this is on any of your lists at all. Nope. Really? Also, it didn't make either one of your lists, huh? I didn't like it, to be completely honest. Oh, um, okay. Um, In its defense, this movie was not made for me because I grew up watching the original. This movie yeah. is to get a younger generation into Scream, so totally cool. But yeah. this is going to be a get-off-my-front-lawn type of thing. <laughs> it is literally yeah. Scream 1 with different actors and, like, some nostalgia porn in it. Like, same yeah. twist, same... Like, it, it, so it's like, me personally, I'll watch the Wes Craven classic, and that's fine. It's just, it just wasn't made for me, and I can respect that. It's not a bad movie. It's just mm. not my thing. Um, it's for the younger generation, a lot like the Fear Street movies. That's to get younger generations into horror, so I can respect yeah. that. But does that mean I vibe with it really hard? No, not really. You know, So I, I didn't really enjoy it at all. I thought there was a lot of convoluted kind of weird stuff in it. Like, yeah. oh, it's, you know, it's Billy's daughter. It's like, and then that really didn't go anywhere. And then it's like, okay, here's Randy's, like, cousins yeah it's just kind of like it felt very lazy and then they're like killing off dewey and stuff and i'm like what the fuck like oh i respected the hell out of that i thought that was to me i'm like west west craven can kill dewey no one else can so if he doesn't co-sign that it's just not here for me and i know that's being an old fart i know it is and i don't care (laughs) that's who i am i i I just it, it, it was just for me it was just one of those movies like i didn't see a point in it like it didn't make scream better it didn't yeah make the story but it, it it literally is for younger generations to watch it and be like where are they talking about scream and going and watch it so i can respect right. that but just one my cup of tea and that's okay i actually kind of agree with you on that sentiment as too as well it wasn't a film that needed to be made it didn't really add much else to the franchise as a whole um so that's what i'm hoping about scream six is that it like gives us something different which I'm going to say this on air on the podcast right now. This is unpopular opinion, and I might have a lot of people unfollow my podcast after this. But I could really care less if Nev Campbell's in this next one, honestly. I love Nev Campbell. She's one of the best final girls we've ever gotten. But people are acting like this is the end of the world if we do not get another Sydney ghost line story which i'm like i'm sorry i think it's played out i think the, the sydney ghost movie's a passive of a torch like of course they're not going to be in it like that's the whole right. point of this new movie i think like, the it's... whole sydney ghost face storyline is so played out at this point like we've gotten four we've gotten five films now with the sydney and ghost face thing let's do something different let's 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 introduce this new generation of people you know i'm 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 not even opposed to having a, a film about gail weathers i'm glad that gail weathers is having more of an up like a you know, substantial role in this next movie. I'm very excited about that because Gail Weathers is my favorite character of the franchise. Personally, I, I love bring Gail. The bangs back from screen three, though. <laughs> God, please not. <laughs> Let's not do that. But Tony, what do you think of screen? Oh, sorry, man. I I kind of stepped on you there. Oh no, no, no. You're good. I just I also wanted to bring up. I'm really excited that they're bringing back Kirby as a character because I loved her in Scream Four. So I'm 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 excited to see what they do with her. Hopefully, they don't fucking butcher it but see and i would have enjoyed that a lot more than these are randy's nephews and niece like that's just like to me that feels lazy yeah i agree i agree but yeah tawny sorry what were you (laughs) um i have not seen it (laughs) 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 and um i this is blasphemy but i'm not a huge scream fan like i really i didn't i missed the boat on it i never watched it 
in the time that it was meant to be watched. So I caught it later. And I just, I don't know. I, I think because I didn't see it at the time that it was intended, I don't love it. And it's so it's copied so much that like, if you're exactly like you said, if you didn't grow up watching it and like, yeah. I know it's the OG one, it's been copied so much. I could totally understand that. Yeah. And I think, you know, what lives in my head is like the parody versions of it a little <laughs> bit. So like, I think yeah. there's some good in the, I, I really, honestly, I think I've only seen the, the original and I, I've seen like pieces, I think from the other ones. And I just, it's just not, you know, it's just not one of my faves and I don't really love slashers in general. So like, I don't feel um, a compulsion to watch them. So I totally, yeah. I, I like, maybe I'll watch this someday, but I kind of <laughs> doubt it. I got to get through like five other movies or <laughs> I'll be yeah. honest the, your sentiment on how you feel about scream. You can miss this one. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I, I, it, it wasn't, it wasn't really made for you. It's, I mean, it's made for new Scream fans, like to be born and stuff. And it's just, it is literally the proverbial passing of the torch. That's literally the yeah. movie. The final scene is like a whole fire scene. It's like, it's all like, it's all there. So it's, it I, is what it is. I think of all the movies, Tony, I think you'd really like Scream 4. Because Scream 4 came out around the time that you and I were both in high school. I think all of us were pretty much in high school at this around this time or like just getting out of high school. So this film is very much oriented. I feel like Scream 4 is the most oriented towards us as like, I don't know, growing up in that time span. Scream 4 is my favorite out of the franchise, in my opinion. I think it's the best one. But I know a lot of people disagree with me on that because the first one is always... Ooh, okay. I love that, me. Robbie. Third, I love third, that. It's okay. so much. It's, it's well, I was saying it's third for me. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that was my favorite. Number one, it's kind of weird because again, it's kind of chalk for me. One, two, four, three, newest. That's my rank on screen. Like I love the OG in the first two, and then my boy Randy gets it. Three is like just fun, but I think I'm with you. Four is better than three. Four was yeah. like perfectly timed, and it was a perfect way of Wes Craven like tearing down the new like technology generation stuff so i thought that was super cool yeah i oh i love four i think i've i feel like of all of those tawny i feel like you'd really like four for sure it lampoons social media like <laughs> yeah. life and stuff so it's it's very very up that alley so it's it's, it's cool i i like the screen franchise but i i agree it can be a tad overrated sometimes yeah mm. As can like most horror franchises, I feel like I feel like I have bones to pick with every single one of them. Honestly, there's not a, a single perfect franchise, in my opinion, but I have know. hot takes on horror franchises. <laughs> I, lo I yeah. love that you said that and not me, because I agree that I think it's a little overrated just because it is like so many people love it. And it's so and this is another one where people say my favorite movie is Scream. My favorite movie is Scream. And I just I don't know. It's just not for me, but that's OK. I have a tattoo of Ghostface, and it's. I'm getting um, a tattoo cool. of Ghostface, but yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's just it, it's kind of like adult Scooby Doo, to be honest. Who done it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zoinks! Take especially off the mask. who is it? <laughs> especially um, Scream Three is very Scooby Doo. -ish. Oh, it's super Scooby Doo, and number two and three are very Scooby Dooy because it's <laughs> yeah. like who are the killers? It's like doesn't even make sense, but yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah sorry that was like a big tangent on scream but that's that that's my number seven is is going to be scream so i'm actually really shocked that that wasn't on because i don't feel like you and i have talked about it aubrey i didn't know that you didn't like scream so uh, i guess yeah. that was a shocker to me I, I guess i should it's not that i don't like it it's just not for me and i can get right that. a lot like bodies 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 i think it's a good movie it's just not for me yeah it's not like technically bad yeah that's true <laughs> but yeah tawny what is your number seven okay number seven this is 
where I feel like we've crossed the threshold on my list for things that I am like legit excited about. I like Hocus Pocus too, like we talked about, but this next one and the ones after it are where I really start to get excited. Mm. I put it number seven, Day Shift. Did you guys watch not, this? I have not seen that one. It's Wait, the one, one more time, Day Shift? Day Shift. Mm, I don't think I have. Talk about it, it please. Okay, it, ha- it had Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco and it was a Netflix. Ah, okay, okay. I have not seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Okay, you haven't seen it either, Michael. No, I have Mm-mm. not seen it. Mm-mm. You guys- this is usually this is it's like a it's definitely like I would I would call it like a comedy action horror ish you know like there's just a, some tiny horror elements in there because it deals with vampires um, okay but really overall it's more of a comedy like action movie and I just it just really hit me perfectly like sometimes I think some of these movies strike a perfect balance of like comedy and over the top shit and i just like loved it it was so much fun and we laughed so hard watching it jade and i we just like were cracking up and i love jamie fox it was a great combo it's like you know they're like partners going to um do some stuff with vampires killing them i don't think that's a spoiler but um (laughs) anyway it was great you guys should definitely check it out it was really really fun movie I'll be honest, uh-huh. the only reason I didn't check it out is nobody gave me, I haven't heard anybody like talk about it. So I, it's one of those movies that I was like, well, it could be just something, some dust in the wind, but I'm definitely going to check it out now because I agree. Jamie Foxx is awesome. And I do love Dave Franco too. He always cracks me up. So yeah, personally, I hadn't even, personally, I hadn't even heard about it at all. So <laughs> I'm glad this is new to me. I'll have to watch this one. For I sure. mean, you have to go in knowing like it's going to be kind of over the top and zany, yeah. but like, oh, it was a blast. Yeah. Which is kind of like when you were describing it, I was like, I'm kind of shocked that Tawny liked this one because like you like you're not a big fan of like the horror comedy stuff. So like when you're like, it's like comedy action, I was like, sounds like the opposite of what Tawny normally likes. But if you like it, then I feel like I'm really going to like it because yeah, like just just knowing how particular you are about like comedy and horror and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I put horror last. Like, I think this is a I think this might be a risky pick on the list because it's like, is it considered a horror movie? I'm not sure. I think it's I think that's debatable, you know, like, yeah, I'm not I don't know. But I I mean, there were vampires. There's some uh, there's some gore. <laughs> so Absolutely. It counts. I put yeah, it on yeah. here. Yeah, that's yeah. the same way I felt about Fall. I was like, is Fall really a horror movie? But yeah. I was like, yes, it is because it deals with my fear of heights. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Are there blood-sucking creatures? Then it's horror. Like, uh, right. I, yeah. I, I, there's no gatekeeping here at all, you know? So not at all. Some people put the monsters on their list. No names. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody that, did that. <laughs> certainly wasn't Aubrey, that's for sure. It was someone else. <laughs> um, but Yeah a great pick i because i'm i'm so glad you brought that up because i hadn't even heard of it so now i'm gonna have to go watch it it's on netflix you said yeah cool maybe i'll go watch that after this recording maybe i'll go watch that but yeah great pick i love that uh what is your number seven aubrey number seven for me uh i had no expectations i thought it was going to be really bad but it uh, blew all my expectations out of the water because they went a totally different direction than the original and it's the remake of hellraiser the Hellraiser Ooh. remake is fucking dope. I don't care what people say. It's fucking awesome. It's a lot more about the puzzle and everything like that. And you get to, like, it, it's just, it's so good. If you haven't seen it, I get it. I get it. There's no Tony Bradley. Get over it. Like, there's a new 
uh, Hell Priestess in town, and she kills it. She is so awesome and creepy, and I love all the practical designs with the costumes and all the mm. Cenobites. That was dope. It, mm-hmm. it is. I, it it blew me away with how good it was, it was. Like I, you know, there's certain movies that people are like they're remaking this. I'm like, you can't. And Hellraiser was one. Yeah. But they they did the very smart thing of like going a totally different direction. Yeah. Of the original, like the original is great. So don't even try to touch it. Uh, make a totally different movie. And they did. And it was fresh. It was unique. There's a lot of gross body horror in it. And awesome. It was an awesome story. It wasn't, you know, I'm not saying the original lacked story, but it lacked story. Yeah. Um, and this one had nothing but story. And like it was more about the puzzle. And why are the Cinebites here? What is this? much more fun a lot more twists and turns some gruesome ass shit in it i fucking love the remake of hellraiser so i'll get off my soapbox and let y'all talk about (laughs) um it's actually not on my list i don't know if it's on tawny's list no but i did watch it (laughs) yes finally tawny watched it (laughs) yeah it didn't it didn't make my list um and that's mostly just because I've only seen it one time and it was pretty recent. So same, similar with Terrifier, I just haven't had enough time to sit on it and like really think of whether I liked it quite enough to put it on my list. I will say it's a really good movie. I've never been a fan of the Hellraiser franchise as a whole. I just, those the movies don't vibe for me. Even like the first one is kind of hard for me to get through because it's, I don't know, there's just something about it. Like I will say like the visual effects what you were saying, Aubrey, are phenomenal. Uh, the acting is very, very well done. I also love that instead of a male pinhead, we get a fucking female. That is just so cool. Like, let's just shout out that actress is a transgender woman and she kills it. And we need yep. roles like oh, that. Oh, I did people. not know that. That's yes, nice. She is, she is a transgender woman and she is awesome as the hell priestess. So, so good. You know, I can't think of her name. It's shaking me right now, but I can IMDb it super quick and it is it's a phenomenal movie. It's it's great. It blew me out of the water how much I loved it. And the opposite of what you said, I love the original Hellraisers. Like the first mm. like two or three, I really liked. Um, yeah. So it, it kind of shocked me that I did like this one so much. Jamie Clayton. That's her name. Okay. Yeah. Priestess. Jamie uh-huh. Clayton. You've seen her in like shame and stuff with Th- Thomas Jane, but she's she's phenomenal. And as the hell priestess, she is creepy manipulative it's honestly this movie this is gonna be such a callback i hope you guys like this one this movie is like a creepy crazy version of bedazzled because (laughs) any wish you want they will manipulate it into cutting you up and tearing your insides out like there's no brendan Fraser. there's no fun in this movie unlike (laughs) unlike that there's no happy ending either no no not at all not at all and it's it's awesome i i love it it, even if you don't like the original Hellraisers, you probably will like this movie. It, the original Hellraiser, I think a lot of people don't like it because it's so goddamn ambiguous. And it's just like, why? And they're like, that's the point. Yeah. And so like some people, are like, eh. and, and, you know, and there's a lot of like the whole like BDSM stuff that goes into it. And a lot of people kind of latch to it for that. But, you know, this new movie is fucking dope. It's awesome. It's, it's really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it a lot. I'm kind of bummed that it didn't make my list, but I just haven't had the chance to watch it again since I watched it the first time. So, yeah, I think I've watched it four times now. That's how much I enjoy this thing. It <laughs> wow. a definite, nice. It's a definite dishwashing movie for me. And as soon as those parts <laughs> yeah. come around, I want to see like the pins get stuck in people. Maybe yeah. I'm a weirdo, but I do. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of us horror fans like gory movies. It's just like, woo. I was does- watching ter- I was watching Terrifier today and fucking eating while I was watching it. I was like eating a corn dog and I'm like, does this make me a psychopath? But I'm like watching oh, wow. eating food while watching this movie. Maybe it does. Yeah. I don't know. 
but yeah. What do no. you think, Tawny? What do you think of Hellraiser? I know we kind of talked about, but what, I know you said you say seen it. What do you kind of think of it? Yeah, I thought it was all right. Like I, I also just didn't make my list. Um, I liked the original Hellraiser a lot, and I haven't seen any beyond that. And this movie made me want to revisit that. Like it made me more interested in the lore and stuff. Like I was like, oh, should I go back and watch some more of these? I didn't get a chance to, and I just agree with all of what you said. Like the. Um, the character design on the new Cenobites were like was amazing, mm. and I really liked the you know body horror aspect and stuff. It just I don't know, it just didn't. I really wanted to like it a lot, and it, I didn't hate it. I th- I just thought it was all right, you know. Yeah, I can see that totally. I I, I kind of fanboy over it a lot, so I totally get that. It it definitely has flaws for sure as a movie. That's why it's number seven for me. Well, that's okay because there's certainly a few movies on this list that I fanboy over, and I've talked up a fucking storm over this year so we'll get to that in a minute but yeah no great pick i love that um mine's not number seven my mine's number six we're going to number six because my number nine is it's it's getting kind of confusing but i'm trying to keep up so you guys yeah uh but my number six uh is going to be orphan first kill i fucking loved this movie it was it's not as good as the first orphan i don't think you could top the first orphan because the first orphan in my opinion is a masterpiece it's one of my favorite horror films ever made and that twist at the end of the first orphan i won't spoil it because i don't think tawny has seen it no i haven't okay i will not spoil the 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 twist for that then um but i really loved how um because I was wondering when this movie was announced, I was curious about how they were going to go about making um, (laughs) the character of Esther still look like a little girl so many years later, especially when this is a prequel. Um, And Isabel Furman is obviously like much taller and much older now. Uh, So I was curious how they're going to do it, but the way they did it is really cool. So they're, they would use body doubles of like little girls, like when they're, when the camera's following her from the back, they would use body doubles. Um, she would also wear plat. Everyone else on set would wear like two super sh- tall, blah, 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 super tall platform shoes so that they would appear shorter or taller than her in like every scene. That's crazy. Is, yeah. So like there's shots of uh, behind the scenes on set with uh, um, the who's the main girl, not Isabel Furman, but the oh, she's like a big actress. She was in the Omen remake. I cannot think of her name right now. Julia Childs. No, I'm just kidding. I, that's a cookie lady. Julia Child, the, the baker. The, yes. I think you mean Julia Styles. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I, ten things I hate about you, Michael. It's making me look that stupid on this podcast. I like for half a second, Michael, you were like, uh, no. <laughs> you were almost going to be like, yeah. no, that's no. I'm, and then he said, just kidding. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, yeah, no, that's the British baker. <laughs> I love how Tawny blocked me on that. I was about, um, no, that's not quite, not quite. You almost got it. But if you say quite. anything confident, people will believe you. So. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I really loved, uh, I really loved the creative ways that they did to make her seem still like a child and from what i know they did not do any visual manipulation with her face whatsoever i think it was all practical um and just uh, there's another twist in this film as well that i was like the fuck like midway through the uh, the second orphan i was like whoa this took just definitely took a turn um i don't know if you've seen it yet aubrey i actually have not um the first orphan was like it was cool 
Um, yeah. I honestly had no desire to see this one, but with you talking about it now, I'm like, okay, I might tune into it. Yeah. Um, Cause I didn't love or hate the original orphan. I, I think it's definitely one of those movies like the sixth sense. If you don't know the twist, it's going to be a good movie. If you yeah. know the twist and you go in and watch it, you're going to be like, why are people like that movie? Yeah. You know, you don't know the twist, but yeah, that's how I feel about the original. So I might have to check this one out, but I have it's, not seen it. It's, it's pretty good. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the re- I think the reason why it's not further up on my list is I kind of felt the ending to be underwhelming a little bit um, for like, so much set up for it to be a prequel to the original orphan. Like it just, it felt very, I don't know. I felt unsatisfied with the ending of it. I just wanted a little bit more. And I think that's the only thing that made it um, number six on my list and not higher is just because of like the ending of it. I just felt a little disappointed with it. Other than that, it's a solid film. Um, Like I said, it's very hard to beat the original, which I don't think is possible. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed Orphan, Orphan First Kill, and that's my number six. So uh, with that being said, Tani, would you like to get into your number six? Sure. Um, we've already talked about it a little bit, but I put Prey as number six because I also thought yeah. this was a dope movie. And I'm like probably the worst Predator fan, just like uh, just like my blasphemy on Scream. I'm going to say some blasphemy about Predator. <laughs> I actually don't think I've seen any of the movies except for the 2018 Predator, which I really enjoyed. And everybody hated that one. But oh. that one had that same balance of like comedy, like dark comedy. And it was like really gory and stuff. And I was like, I fucking like this. I think it's very funny. So yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm not like beholden to the franchise or anything. And I, re- but I really liked it. I thought it was great. And I thought it was a really great action like horror the yeah. kills and stuff were great it was just a fun time and i i had very low expectations and i just found myself through like the back half of the movie being like jay and i both were watching it and i just kept being like this is dope this is fucking dope yeah it's a fun it's a really really fun movie for sure is there it on your no list 20... robbie uh it is not Aubrey. it was in my honorable mentions um but yeah i i enjoyed prey and i was trying to get it on here but you know Hard cuts have to be made with Rob Zombie movies that will not be. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but I I really enjoyed Prey. Like exactly like Tony said, I had no expectations, and I like the Predator movies. Um, I actually I totally agree with you. Twenty eighteen was one of my more favorite ones in the franchise. Hell yeah, people fucking hate that one, but I, I liked them. it. Great. I also Shane like Black Alien stuff. versus Predator, so that might be blasphemous See, to some people too. I, I didn't like those because I'm like, you got two of the huge titans, and it's such a whitewash, just like no <laughs> yeah. brutal like. It's I also watched cool. Alien versus Predator when I was like probably twelve, <laughs> so it wasn't that. It, I like. I think it's just nostalgia for me. No, really, I, but... I, hey, I get that. That's they time capsuled well, but like it's just like <laughs> yeah. To me, it's like you know, it's kind of like Freddy versus Jason. You know, it at least had the payoff at the big old fight and stuff at the end. Whether the movie yeah. was good or not, that's up to you. But I love that uh, movie. So oh, I do too. It, but it's again, it's just a fun ride. But yeah, I love twenty eighteen. Shane Black. I think he's a super underrated director and he does a lot of movies like that like the nice guy that's that's a lot of action a lot of comedy a lot of stuff and the practical effects and prey for like the makeup and the predator himself super fucking so dope. good so dope so i'm glad we got to talk about it and i cannot blame you for putting it in your top 10 because it's super dope and i also kind of liked the difference in setting as well i felt like this was like a kind of like a as far as like setting goes with like the Native Americans and stuff, I feel like this was something completely different than we'd ever seen with a Predator film. So I really appreciated that like difference in like setting and story and stuff. Like it was, it made it more fresh as far as like 
being in a franchise where these movies have just been like kind of the same, not the same thing per se, but like, you know, you kind of get to a point with a franchise where it's like, you know, and I can say this about any franchise, Halloween, Scream, you kind of just get to a point where you're like, okay, we need something new here. Um, And I feel like they did that with this film. I I really enjoyed like the fresh aspect of it for sure. And I'm glad it's on your list, Tony. Great choice. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, Aubrey, what's your number six? My number six, we've kind of talked about it. It is what it is. It's Terrifier 2. It does exactly what it needs to do. It's brutal as fuck. The kills are disgusting. Um, Art the Clown is kind of cementing himself uh, on trying to get on the, you know, Mount Rushmore of great horror killers. And it's a cool movie, man. If you like Terrifier, you're going to fucking like it. It, it, The only reason it's lower on my list, number six, kind of the same thing with the Black Phone. There is a lot of excess to this movie. Like it could have been cut down a lot. I've never seen a slasher movie over two hours until I watched this. Yeah. And there's just some time. And you know, I I I love the direction they went and stuff, but this is what happens when you write, direct, and edit. You know, that's yes. why you need an editor. Yes. Like you yep. need somebody to come in and be like, yeah. that's a cool scene. But do we But do we need it? Do yeah. We need it. And that's that's some of that's my only critique to it, is like the dream scene was super cool. Oh, God. It need to oh, be 40 my favorite part. Minutes. No, like, it, it did not need to be that long. Like I, I liked yeah. how it went and where it went. Not that long. I don't need <laughs> that much buildup. It's a goddamn dream. That's about to end. Like, yeah. I, so, I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff about it, but it's like, come on. Yeah. Like, let's we're, yeah, we're, let's we're get not, to the point not, here. We don't watch terrifier for the story. And I get that <laughs> he's trying to do that, but it's like, we come here to see Art the Clown disembowel people in the most brutal ways. And, you know, Art can be summed up like this meme I saw. I'd rather be killed 100 times by Michael Myers than one time by Art. Yep. Um, salt, bleach. You know what I'm talking about if you've seen this movie? Because he he's a cat. He plays with his prey and his food. He does so. not he kill them versus, mercilessly. But, that's for and sure. Sometimes he doesn't even kill you. Sometimes he just lets you sit in your bed and let your mom find you. Like if yep. you've seen this movie, it's fucking brutal. It's. It's brutal, but I love the fact that if you're going to make a grindhouse ass movie like this, make it practical effects, make it gory, make it over the top. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Only complaint, only critique, and I'm totally splitting hairs here. It is too long. You need to cut that I motherfucker agree. down. Um, the original cut should have been like a director's extended cut. Like yeah. there was a lot of stuff that just really needed to be trimmed out of here. Um, but other than that, I fucking loved it. Uh, I it really scratched every itch that I had for a Terrifier sequel. Um, and if my only complaint is I got too much of it, <laughs> then true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that's my number six. Very nice. Solid pick. Um, skipping to my number five. And I'm very excited to talk about this movie now because it took me forever to finally watch it. But my number five is going to be Nope. Okay. All right. Is that on your list too, Tani? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it is. Nope is number one for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Aubrey, is it on your list as well? It is not. I love okay. Nope. I love Nope, and I think it's awesome. I'm not a big sci-fi guy. Oh, okay. So All I, right. I, I, I loved it for what it was, like yeah. Jaws in the sky and in the daytime. Oh. It felt like a big blockbuster movie. And if you're going to see this movie, try to see it on IMAX. Try to see it as big as possible, because the way Jordan Peele shot this is gorgeous. Oh, my God. Yeah. This yeah. is probably the prettiest film of 2022, and it's right up there. Um, It just... It just it didn't really like i don't know like people get angry because i'm like it's my least favorite jordan peele film but it's still great if that makes sense Mm, yeah i mean it's hard to run three movies off back to back to back that are this good 
Yeah. And it's just one of those things. I'm not a huge sci-fi guy, so the rewatchability is just not there for me. Mm. It's such a long, powerful, strong film that that's where I'm like, eh, you know, like us and get out. I can rewatch all the time. And this one, I have to really be in the mood for it. And it's just, again, kind of like I said, it's meant to be seen on this huge screen. So I can't watch it on my phone. I can't watch it on my TV. Like I need to fucking see it because those big open shots are dope. And yeah. I, I will say it, it, it is, again, a triumph for Jordan Peele. But that's my long winded way of saying no. <laughs> I, I, will, I will say, like, as far as Nope goes for me, I, I think it's my favorite Jordan Peele movie. Same. And personally, I, I, I think it's his most cohesive story because the problem that i had with us is that it's it's a it's a good movie for the most part but there are a lot of things that i was like this makes no fucking sense like there are so many things that just like are so ill like not logical at all that i was just kind of like i'm not this it was kind of ruining my experience for us to be honest with you when i watched it uh with get out it was just it was good I don't think it quite deserved the hype that it got. That might just be me saying something blasphemous, but everybody was like talking, get out up. Like it was like the next best masterpiece. And I was like, I've seen this movie before. It's called the skeleton key and it was done better. Sorry. Like, I don't know. Like that's, that's the best way I can describe get out is just another version of the skeleton key, except done a little bit differently. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I felt like Nope was the most cohesive as far as storytelling goes. I fucking loved the sequences in this movie so much um there was just so much like mystery behind it that you're like not quite sure what's happening at first where you're like what is going on here and then once it starts like revealing itself it was so cool and i also like the whole um the whole uh metaphor for it too as well like we're so obsessed with fame and yeah and needing to be like part of the spotlight and it's like it was just so cool like this is the whole aspect of it. I, I fucking loved it. I loved the TMZ Kiki guy's death is like one of the best yeah. parts of the whole movie. Oh, so for real. When he's dri- riding on the motorcycle. Yes. Yeah. yeah one of the he's best like, parts. I need my camera. Yeah. He's just so fucking like <laughs> self absorbed with everything. And I, I really liked that whole like message with, with this day and age as a whole. Like we're just all so like self absorbed with like being the next best thing and chasing that fame and having to always be in the spotlight. I really loved how that was kind of like a a running theme throughout this movie, but it was very subtle. It wasn't, it didn't feel like it was shoved in my face. Um, and I really enjoyed the performances. Kiki Palmer is amazing in this movie. I'm a Kiki Palmer stan. I always have been. Yeah. And getting to see her like really show her like acting ability to the best that I've ever seen it. As far as like Kiki Palmer's acting goes, I was just like, she blew me away in this movie. She was phenomenal. Everybody yeah. in this movie was phenomenal. I was going to say all the acting her and Daniel Kaluuya like really steal it and they do such a great job. But the I can't remember the other guy's name, Um, but Even he you? did great, too. Oh, yeah, he's great. But I, I was talking about the um the <laughs> oh. guy from the store. What was oh, it, yeah. 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 Everyone's everyone did a really great job. It was. Yeah. Phenomenal. So good. Brandon yeah, Pereira. I, yes. Yeah, Brandon that one. Pereira. Yeah. He's he's a he's a catch. He's quite he was quite good to look at in this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my thirsty moment with Michael here. So <laughs> my favorite person in it was the cinematographer. Uh, <gasps> I can't remember his name. Yeah, but he was he was he was super dope in it. And he was funny. Antle, I think his name was Antle in the movie or something like that. He was my he was my favorite part of it. And I I totally agree. I think the whole parallel he makes of like being the spectacle and you want to be the spectacle until you turn into the chimp. Yep. You know? Yep. That's, I mean. Very good. Like I said, I mean, 
it's hard to make you're on John Carpenter level stuff when you run off three movies like that in a row. Yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. For it's sure. hard to do that. And I do yeah. think there were so many threads that were really well woven through the movie. So not only is it like a fun watch and you can hang in there, like it's not too heady. Um, because I agree, Michael, like I'm not a fan of us. I think that was too heady. It got too mm. pretentious for me. Like I I don't like it when I can't follow it or at least real like feel like, okay, I can grab something here and like yeah. do some research and I, I start to get it. This movie was just like, I was like, this is amazing. The, the one thing that I actually kind of didn't like was those moments where we do get a little too in your face, like the TMZ guy. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's just a little over the top and I'm like, I'm getting it. Okay. I'm getting what you're putting down. <laughs> like, right. I, I don't need it. <laughs> Like but I felt I, like I Jordan Peele was like, we need another body. Like we we need one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I don't do. think we needed him saying, "I need my camera" a bazillion yeah. times for us to understand that he needed his fucking camera, guys. I don't know if you guys got right. that, but he really fucking needed that camera. Yeah, he was so. very obsessed with that. Yeah, a guy. I got it. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved this movie. Obviously, for it to be my number one, it was just an amazing experience, and I was like just on the roller coaster watching it in theaters. I'm so sad I didn't see it in IMAX and I missed it. Um, but we did go see it in the theater. So that was a really great experience. And all of the people that like we went as a group, everybody walked out of the movie saying that was fucking amazing. That was a great movie. So it was, I for me, it's like the movie of the year. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I unfortunately missed out on IMAX and the theater. I don't know why I never... It's not that I didn't have the desire to see Nope when it first came out, but I just felt like I was so scared with all the hype around it that I was like, I just, I don't know. I just feel, and like, I have an interesting history with Jordan Peele in general. Like, I just basically said that I don't think Get Out is like the best movie ever made or anything. So I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that. I just, I think his movies are good, but like, I haven't seen a Jordan Peele movie yet that blew me away like Nope did. And Nope absolutely fucking blew me away. And I was like, sitting there saying like thinking to myself the entire time I was watching this movie I was like my f- I'm such an idiot for missing this in the theater I'm such a fucking idiot for not going and seeing this on the big screen that was like my biggest complaint with this movie is that I just didn't go see it it's going to have <laughs> yeah. a cult following and it's going to be one of those that gets like re-released and stuff because it's 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 a phenomenal movie I mean again yeah. the worst thing you can say about it is it's above average and like that's the worst you can say about it yeah and I, and I would say it's much better than above average <laughs> In any other year, this definitely would be on my top 10. But like, yeah, I just had a whole lot of movies I really enjoyed a lot more. And that's that's literally only preference for me. And that's just because yeah. like, sci-fi is just not my I it's hard for me to get behind sci-fi. And same if I'm going to watch one, it's going to be no. Like, I mean, that's very easy. Or alien. Less, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if we're like getting in the realm of like it has to be like alien for me to really yeah. get into it. And that really leans like a lot more horror than sci-fi as well, too. But I mean I think just the versatility of Jordan Peele. He's made like three completely different movies. And I think that's awesome. Very true. Yeah. I I mean, I love get out. I think get out is like one of, it's definitely in my top 20 movies of all time. Us. I did like, it is very convoluted and it's better a third time watching it, (laughs) but I'm, I'm a weird psychopath that really dives into those pretentious things. And I keep rewatching because if I don't understand it, it like pisses me off. I'm like, what did I miss? what yeah. and so that's just how i view movies and i'm a weirdo for that that's why i started a podcast because i have too much shit to talk about <laughs> when it comes to that that no one wants to listen to um so but yeah i i cannot complain with no being in your guys's top 10 or the best movie of the year because i can totally get behind that yeah 
Yeah, I'm I'm I I, I don't know. I was kind of shocked that it was Tawny's number one, though, because I didn't know you loved it that much. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, oh, OK, so it's her number one. That's that's if you cool. saw it in theaters, Michael, I bet it'd be your number one. I'm not just that's not hyperbole. Mm. I don't think so. I think my number one beat everything. My number one was the easiest one for me to put on this list. And I'll get to it when I get to it. But I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Monsters. (laughs) No, but I. Yeah, I don't think any movie could have beaten the movie that's on my number one this year. So. Um, Mm. But yeah, no, that was a great. That's a great choice, Tawny. Great film. Oh, wait, no, that was my choice. I was going to say, you, it was both of us. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was, yeah. I'm getting confused because my I'm like on number five when you guys are still on, you know, it's just kind of, it's weird. Um, but uh, moving along, Tawny, what is your number five? My number five, I, this one also might be questionable in terms of, you know, is it, is it horror? I think so. Um, the Innocence. Have you guys seen this? I have not seen that one. Is it the Danish film or the Norwegian yes. film? Yes, yeah. yes, I have seen it. And it's with the creepy ass kids, like super yes. terrifying. Yes, yes, I have. Very good. Very good. I was like, like you you were talking earlier about the the anxiety of watching Fall. The yeah. anxiety of watching this movie was intense for me. Like I, I started it and was immediately like, oh, this is going to be a rough go. Like the, I, I'm so nervous and anxious just immediately. And it's like, it doesn't hold that throughout the entire movie, but it has some like very, very disturbing moments in there for me. And I was like, God, this is fucked. This is yeah. fucked up. And so I just, yeah, it was really great. <laughs> like I really, <laughs> I mean, it was obviously like a bad experience while watching it, but oh my God, was this like well-made. The acting was incredible. I just was like, and it was such a fresh idea, you know, Michael, do you know like generally what it's about? Okay, no. the the premise. I'll just give you a quick premise. It's basically like these children in this like apartment complex have powers, and okay. they like they start they start to discover and like help each other, sort of like, um, you know, build their their ability to control those powers. But mm. some of these kids are fucking psychopaths, and yeah. it's... some of them are using their powers for the greater evil and not so much the greater good. Yeah, yeah. But they're children, so they don't like understand really. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. they don't they're not like adults functioning in the way it's 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 so anxiety inducing i i yeah this was great it plays like a really dark fairy tale like it feels like guillermo del toro made this movie it's very like pan's labyrinth-esque where it's like it feels so goddamn real and you don't want it to be real um but yeah it's all the performances are great and especially you know with it being child actors and stuff that makes it even more like whoo but exactly like tawny said it's super original it is it's very like soul crushing the movie yeah. it's just it feels like there's a weight on your chest and every 10 minutes of the movie they add 10 pounds 10 pounds 10 pounds and like by the end of it you are so emotionally drained and like she said it's like how do you like hate and like be like oh what a horrible person you're talking about a kid like you know what i mean it's like <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah. hard to, it's kind of hard to judge them because a lot of the kids are kind of like if I'm not supposed to be doing it, why can't I? You know what mm. I mean? Like like any type of five-year-old would be like, if I'm not yeah. supposed to use these powers, why do I have them? Yeah. It, it's like the title says, it's the innocence. It's it's a very good movie. I'm glad we got to talk about it because I totally forgot to put it on my list. And it is an awesome form film and it is a fucking badass movie. So glad we got to talk about it. I'm glad we got to talk about it too because I hadn't even heard of it. Check yeah, it out. So <laughs> Felicia loved it too. Felicia, I was like, you should 
maybe watch this movie and she did it too and like it, it's it's dark it's fucked up but you know those are the kind of movies we like <laughs> so <laughs> yes where can great. i stream it is it on I like it's Netflix on shutter, or anything? Shutter. I think it's on shutter. Oh, okay oh i will definitely add that to my shutter list for sure then awesome make sure you're in yeah. the right mindset man it's it's kind of like hereditary you can't just turn that on like you have to be <laughs> in a mindset for it because it's brutal it's okay it's, it's a gut wrench movie it's like getting put through a meat grinder so yeah cool <laughs> have to, yeah cool. to make sure i'm of sound mind and body before i watch it then and then watch hocus pocus 2 after it and just like cleanse the palate yeah cleanse it yeah <laughs> oh man i actually did follow up this movie with bodies 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 because i was like i need to watch to. something to. like yeah that was Wholesome. light and i was like i feel like it's supposed to be a horror comedy maybe this will help <laughs> did it help <laughs> yeah okay that's well that's good <laughs> Uh, great pick, Tawny. Great pick. Even though I haven't seen it, but now I'm ex- I'm very excited to watch it now. Like getting the recommendation from both of you, I'm like, okay, I have to just check w- this movie out. Yeah, just watch the trailer, man. The trailer enough is like unsettling. I try not watching trailers anymore. It just ruins it for me. I this didn't watch trailer. This trailer is very ambiguous. Like I've oh, seen, okay, that's how I found out about it. Somebody sent me a trailer and said you might like this. I watched it and I was like, yeah, maybe I will. And then I watched the movie. I was like, holy shit, that was totally different than what I was expecting. That was a lot more to digest. So check it out. Or if you're just going to watch it, like you said, just watch it. But the trailer, people who are on the fence about this movie, watch the trailer. It'll kind of give you a vibe of if you're into it or not. Cool. Good choice, Tawny. Um, Aubrey, what is your number five? My number five, you messaged me about it yesterday and I didn't want to give anything away, but I fucking just saw this movie yesterday. And it's awesome. It's The Menu. Um, it is so oh. good. It is so good. The Menu is so dope. Ray Fiennes is awesome as the psychopathic like uh, cook. And it is a total lampooning of like just pretentious nature, which I have so much of. So I can totally <laughs> get behind like making fun of it. And like Anna Taylor-Joy is phenomenal as oh, usual. As usual, yeah. At, she's absolute queen in this movie. She slays it, no pun intended. It is. It, it leans a lot more like thriller suspense. There's not a lot of body count, not a lot of blood. There's a lot of funny stuff in it, like John Leguizamo's in it. And he kind of plays like an Adam Sandler type that used to be really funny and is kind of like war is welcome out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Ray Fiennes is just kind of here, like telling people why he's picking you off. and Please, why please don't ruin this. Please don't ruin this for me. I'm not, yeah, I'm I haven't not seen it either. Okay. I, okay. I will not ruin anything, but Ray Fiennes <laughs> kills it. He is awesome as like evil Gordon Ramsay. And it's, it is, <laughs> yeah. it is, it's awesome. Like I, I didn't know how I felt about the movie, like going into it. Cause I was like, I don't know how this is going to play out, but it does a really good job of like the comedy is super real. It's not over the top. It's like mm. the comedy is the tongue in cheek nature of what people say. Nicholas Holt, like absolutely. Oh, I love like, him. Me too. He's so good in his role in this movie. He plays the absolute most pretentious piece of shit <laughs> ever. It's so good. Go check out the menu. It's definitely one you don't have to see in theaters. Um, it'd be good on a phone. It, it's because the, the it's all dialogue driven. Like the music is so quick and like it moves so fast for how much it puts into a movie. There's so many twists and turns you don't see coming. Like me, I, I was just sitting there like, where is this going? What is it going on? definitely check out the menu it's it's phenomenal i i really enjoyed it and i just saw it yesterday um i i just knew a lot of people were talking about how much they liked it so i was like well i better go check this out because we're talking about our favorite you know 2022 movies and blew me away how much i fucking liked it so definitely check out the menu i i could not give it better reviews than what i thought it was going to be we're gonna do it more excited 
we're going to do it for our next episode. So I need to go Ooh. see it in theaters. I'm going to go see it probably like Friday night or something. So I, was I like, think that's what I'm going to do too. Don't spoil it. Tell me what you guys think of it. Cause I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I kind of went in with no expectations, but man, it is. Whoo. It's a great movie. It's fun. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very, feels very early 2000s. Like 13 ghosty. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, oh, okay. Where it's like, it's like kind of like a who done it. You like you know what's going on, but you kind of want to know who's doing it and why they're doing it and that type of thing. Uh. So, and it, it's it's just not gory. There's not a whole lot of gore. It's a lot more like witty banter and like tension building and just like I do love me some tension going. building. Yeah, so check it out. It's 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 a very good movie. It'd make a really cool Broadway play too. I just Ooh, want to put that out yeah. there, like because it's so dialogue driven and like the dialogue so snappy and great and like all the music and stuff like you'll see what i mean when you watch it it's it's super dope i'm excited that's making me, me even more excited to watch it now <laughs> then we got the glowing recommendation me, yeah. from aubrey <laughs> now now i'm like even more excited so you should be it, it was super good it kind of blew me away with how much i liked it that's good um so we are skipping my number four and number three because we have already talked about them and that was the black phone and pearl so now we're going into my number two <sighs> Prepare to get my soapbox hat on because I'm going to talk about how much I fucking love this movie. <laughs> my number two is Watcher. Oh, okay. I am obsessed with this movie. I think it is one of the best horror films ever made. I think it's just, I just love the, I was blown away the first time I watched this movie. Um, Like the cinematography is beautiful. It's very Hitchcock-esque, which I fucking love. Um, Obviously, um, What's her face in it? Why can I not think of her name right now? Um, Mika Monroe is amazing in this film. She carries this entire movie. Like, she's so good. And I think, like, all of the the tension that you get with this movie, just the way they shoot it, um, even the sound design in this movie is so phenomenal. Like, there's moments of just, like, silence where it's almost deafening. Um, and there's, like, a very subtle score with this movie. It's not super over the top. And I think that's what I love so much about this movie is that it isn't over the top. It isn't like it knows what it is. It's um, it could be a movie that could be very interpreted as very surface level and a, a film that you've seen before. And I mean, you have seen a movie like this before. There's, you know, there's Rear Window. There's there's movies of this similar nature. But I think what Chloe, the director, did with this film is she just set up suspense in such a unique way with the way she set the shots up, the way she just tells this story where you're not sure if Michael Monroe is losing her mind, if she's just paranoid, if she's just assuming that this guy is watching her when he really isn't. And there's just so many like different twists and turns that this movie takes where by the end of it, I was just like, Oh, I, I I'm obsessed with this. And like, I've talked so highly about this movie to everybody that'll listen to me. I think I've, I think I brought this movie up on several episodes in the past very recently because I just, I, I think I've seen this movie well over 30 times in like the past two months because I've just been so obsessed with this movie. This wow. is a movie. This is, this is my dishwashing movie as, as uh, <laughs> Aubrey would say, I put this movie on when I'm like writing, when I'm writing something, when I'm like, you know, when I'm just sitting on the couch, if I'm not even fully paying attention to the movie, it's a movie that I put on in the background. It's a feel good movie for me. I, I just absolutely, <laughs> absolutely love it. There's nothing, there's nothing I can say badly about this film at all. I think it's spectacular. And I also, I have to say, I also fucking love the choice of, because this film takes place in Romania. So 
of course, like our main main character, she's not, she's obviously American. So she comes to this new place. So that also adds a level of anxiety to us as audience members, like following her. And I love how the director did the choice of not giving us what the characters are saying when they're talking in Romanian. We don't know what they're saying. And normally they'll put subtitles so that we know what they're saying. But I love the choice of not knowing what they're saying because then we're right along with Micah Monroe's character because we don't know what they're saying either. So we're like, what is going on? And I love, there's like a little reveal towards the end of the movie where she has been practicing like Romanian so that she can talk to her husband. And they're at this party and he says a very, very um, distasteful joke, like, completely i would be divorcing him after this joke honestly if i was michael monroe i'd be like i'm fucking done don't ever fucking talk to me again divorce papers will be on the on the table i'm packing my bags and leaving but you know i i think this movie is phenomenal i think it's obviously the second best in my opinion film of the year it's i've watched this film so many fucking times um yeah there's i don't want to say anymore because i did not realize that our Brie has not seen this, so I'm sorry if I've spoiled okay. the shit ton of this. I, no, I don't think you spoiled it. much, honestly, like, or if okay. anything. Like, that. What? It's in Romania? What? You ruined this. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. It's in Bucharest, Romania, actually. Oh, you know, like, come on, Mike. No, stop. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's phenomenal. I will recommend this movie to anybody that will listen to me talk about it. Um, 10 out of 10 for me, this is a near perfect, like, this is pretty much a perfect film for me, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that's the watcher. That's my no- that's watcher. That's my number two. So, yeah, we skipped a few, so we're we're chugging along. But uh, Tawny, what is your number four? In response to Watcher, I will say that I I I, I thought it was an all right movie. I liked it more yeah. than I thought I was going to. I'm generally not a fan of like thrillers. I think is what I've realized. Mm. And so I was Michael and I were talking at some point, and I was like, you know, I just don't. I feel like I've seen them all for some reason. Like they just are boring to me, which is why I haven't seen Don't Worry Darling either. I'm like, I just don't. Yeah. I just feel no. I don't want to watch any of this, but I did check that one out and it was better. I liked it. It was pretty good. And you're right. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful movie. So yeah, Yeah. I just, it just wasn't, you know, it's not my fave type of movie. So that makes sense. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. So my next one then is number four and I put X as my number four and I'm going to guess Michael that that's your number one. Maybe. (laughs) Am I that predictable? (laughs) I think I am. Yeah, it is my number one. So, <laughs> yeah, X was this, is definitely. Was you this what? on yours, Aubrey? It is not on my list. Um, I liked Pearl more than it, so it, oh, it's right. not on. It's not on my list, but it's it's still a great movie. Like, don't get me wrong, Ty West is dope. Everything's great about it, but I know you guys are going to talk about because you guys love it, <laughs> and there's not a wrong answer to it. It just wasn't really my thing. If I would have seen, it's just the way I digest things. If I would have seen Pearl first, then X would have loved it so much more but yeah. i think i went into it and i'm just like i wasn't empathizing like and that sounds fucked up and weird i wasn't empathizing with pearl the killer at all i'm just kind of like this just seems so fucking random and i thought the whole movie like we're just getting a random killing spree like and so it, it was just if i would have had that backstory and stuff it would have made it that much more enjoyable now watching pearl going back i super enjoy x and it, it's it's dope ty, ty west is dope like anything yeah. ty west does is awesome so yeah, it was yeah. really fun to see in the theater, too. Like, it was a really good theater movie. We went to go see it with friends, and it was a good time. And a lot of it was really good. I really only had, like, one problem with it. And it just was, like, I, I was left feeling very much like, oh, we went over the top a little bit making these old people look gross. You know, like, I was like, I don't yeah. really know that that's, like, 
I, I like things that are scary. I don't really love things that are like gross. And it also felt like it was like kind of shitty. I'm like, okay, I don't know. But I mean, with all that said, obviously it's really high on my list because the experience of watching it was fun. It was just a fun time. And I love that, like, you know, interlude where they sing. Um, landslide. Yes. Landslide. Thank yeah. you. I was great. It just was like a fun, it felt like a very like shiny, I don't know if that makes sense, kind of movie. Like it was just a good fucking time, but I don't think I liked it as much as other people like it. You know, I think I, (laughs) now we're getting into the ones that I've um, rated and this one I gave a 3.85. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tawny's referring to me when she says that, when she says she doesn't like it as much as other people, because (laughs) Um, let me tell you, this movie is my number one for a fucking reason. I am obsessed with this movie. I saw it five times in the theater when it came out. So, um, I think I saw it twice in one day, actually. I think I went, like, I went with one of my friends and then I had another friend that wanted to go see it with me. So I literally bought one ticket right after the next and I watched it. I did a double feature showing in one day. I just, (laughs) I love this movie so much. Like Ty West is just a masterful director and a writer and like, the characters in this film are so colorful. There's so much fun to follow through, which I think is why I still love X more than I love Pearl because Pearl, you have like good characters, but they're all kind of very like uppity tight, very like stiff kind of caricatures. And these ones were just so much fun to follow. And like you get Brittany Snow, you get Jenna Ortega and Brittany Snow is phenomenal in this movie. This is a role that I've never seen Brittany Snow do. So when I went into this movie, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. And like Mia Goth playing both roles of Maxine and Pearl. Amazing. Uh, just this whole seventies vibe. I've told you guys before, I'm a big sucker for the seventies and this movie just felt like it was plucked from the seventies. Like the shots, the, 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 um, the colorization of like the frames, all of that was just meticulously and beautifully done. I think just everything about this movie is perfection. This is probably my favorite slasher film that's ever been made. Uh, aside, no, no, Halloween is still my favorite slasher. Sorry, my second favorite slasher. Uh, yep, <laughs> this this movie was just so much fun, and I just I can put this movie on any time of the day. It doesn't matter. Like I can watch this movie over and over. The score is phenomenal. Um, Tyler Bates did the score for this movie, and I just I love it. I think it's amazing. I'm so excited for Maxine. Like so fucking excited for Maxine. I'm wondering where they're gonna take the story with Maxine. Um, since we're kind of done with this Pearl storyline, I'm wondering where they're going with Maxine, which I'm very excited about. But apparently it's supposed to be like a 90s homage, whereas like it's the, you know, the 10s yeah. for Pearl, the 70s for this. And this apparently, I mean, Ty West is Ty West is going to do what the fuck he wants. <laughs> yeah. But apparently it's supposed to be kind of like more 80, late eight late 80s, early 90s, kind of like cocaine, whereas like X <laughs> is heroin. Like that's kind of <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what it's supposed to be like. So absolutely i'm excited for it too yeah i just there's just nothing bad that i can say about this movie honestly i just i i enjoyed this movie from beginning to end um yeah i i love x it's it's my favorite film of the year so that rounds out my list <laughs> so now we got a few more with you and uh aubrey to go back and forth with so i will just sit here and uh interject when when needed but yeah that was my number one so good we pick. talked about my number four which was fresh um, so I have okay. three left to do. Okay. So um, I can hop into my number three. This movie is bonkers and I fucking love it. Men by Alex Garland is crazy good. I fucking <laughs> love men. 
It is so good. I love everything about it. It is an absolute head <laughs> trip of a movie. It is. It has such a poignant perspective to it and exactly knows what it's trying to do. It is some of the most gut-wrenching stuff. There's some super dark, heavy material in it. I fucking love this movie. It's so good. Once you understand like what it's trying to do and what it's speaking on and like just the subtle creepiness of all the guys being played by the same actor. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen this movie, like she shows up in this little town to get away from a horrible tragedy. I don't even want to really get into it. It is like fucking dark it's like dark, that yeah. shit. It's dark why she's separated. But anyways, and so she goes to this little town, this little cottage to get away. And all the men are played by the same actor. And the whole point of the movie is like, you know, all these weird, creepy things are happening and nobody's believing her. And all the men are just like, "Eh, you know, it's not that there's nothing we can do. And it's just it's phenomenal. Like just as a movie itself, I love it. And then also about the culture and stuff that it's talking about is literally kind of like Scream. We were talking about the passing of the torch. This movie is literally to show like this is what life used to be like. For men, and that's not yeah. how it's going to be anymore, motherfucker. Like we are moving into twenty-first century, and like it is beautifully demonstrated in the most grotesque way at the end when the men keep giving. Okay, birth wait, wait, wait. Men. It's crazy. Yeah, our, uh, Tawny hasn't seen it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, sorry. Well, that doesn't ruin a whole lot because there's even bigger twists than that. It might oh, be better okay. to prepare right. you for that scene, honestly. Because yeah, it's... like if you want to watch men give birth. Oh, go. okay. I cut you off before you kept going, but I, I thought I did, but I did catch that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to like, bro, like Alex Garland, if you guys don't know is, um, you know, annihilation ex machina. So like brutal, this is his most horror movie. Oh, for sure. It's okay. not sci-fi and there's some gross shit in this. Like you are like selling me on this. I'm, like, I'm telling you like men is phenomenal. This is where the pretentious in me comes out. <laughs> The first time you're going to watch it, you're going to go, what the fuck? I don't get anything from there. Like, you'll pull some stuff from it. But once you know what it's about, like, if you go watch, like, an explanation of it by, like, Found Flicks, who does a really good job of breaking everything down, you rewatch it. You are just sitting there like a pile of pudding. Like, you are entranced. It is gorgeous. Um, And just all the subtleties, like, just everything is so hyper green, meaning to be, like, the representation of the circle of everything that's going on and the rebirth and like it, it's it's a crazy good movie and i was so i'm telling you this would have been my number one film if this wasn't 2022 and there were two other movies that just floored me but this movie is like a solid nine and a half it is absolutely incredible this movie and i i can't champion it enough watch the movie if you're not a pretentious person and you just want to watch like a high body count like terrifier 2 don't watch this movie. It's not for you. It's very art housey in the way Garland does stuff, um, but terrifying movie. And, you know, it, it really, honestly, as a man, it just kind of really makes you think about things. You know, there's a lot of stuff we take for granted, like, you know, just existing. <laughs> like, that's not yeah. terrifying. Like, she's just in this house all by herself. And the guy right in the house is like, you don't need to lock the doors. It's really quiet around here. Yeah. Well, as a big, strong, you know, man, like you may not feel that way, but like there's so much as a man I took in that like I take for granted, like, holy shit. Like, I don't even understand the pressures of like living in a world like that. Like, I don't even have to think about that. So like getting to see it portrayed on film is like is very eye opening for me. So definitely check that out. And you know what? 
I think it's a dope ass horror movie. It is super art housey and pretentious, but that is what I like, people. And it has so much rewatchability because there's so much subtle nuance to this movie. Men, number three, top three for me of 2022. I'm kind of angry I didn't put in my top two. <laughs> well, Aubrey's going to be angry at me because I did not care for this movie. Uh, it's, hey, I get that. Here's the thing. <laughs> movies I love are polarizing. I don't like chalky movies a whole lot. Polarizing movies. Like, I love movies that, like, half the people are going to be like, I fucking hated that. Yeah. I love that stuff. Like, I eat that stuff up because it's just like, I would much rather take something that's so unique, so original, and so crazy and, like, boundary pushing in my mind. Like, I get so much more out of that than I do Terrifier 2. And that's not mm. saying I don't like Terrifier 2. I love Terrifier 2. But it's not even in the same stratosphere as far as a movie when it comes to men. I would probably have to watch men again. It's just, and it's not that I didn't understand like what he was trying to say. Like, I understand like all the, all the, you know, notions that he was trying to put in there, but there were just things that I was just like, this made me very uncomfortable and I did not like it. Like it made me uncomfortable in the point that I was just like, I didn't enjoy being uncomfortable because there's movies like hereditary Midsommar that I watched that I enjoy being uncomfortable during this one was not one of those things. And I just, I wanted to leave the theater during that one scene that we brought up. I just was like, I don't want to be here anymore. That's the whole I don't, point. <laughs> I want to leave. That's why he's doing it. He this is making me excited to watch this. <laughs> he wants you uncomfortable. He wants you as a man to know what a woman feels like. That's the I mean, I, I get that. I do. I just, I don't know for, it wasn't for me. I, I might have to watch it again after hearing Aubrey talk about it, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like there's, there's a line between being, I don't know. I don't want to say pretentious, but like, there's a line between like having like style over substance. And I felt like there was more style than substance to this movie in certain aspects. Like there were some things that I just didn't understand the point of. And I was like, I know that this is supposed to mean something, but I don't quite understand what it's supposed to mean or why it's why we're being shown this. And it, it felt like I said, maybe I can benefit from watching this movie multiple times. Uh, I like think that's Aubrey the point said. of the movie. There's so much heavy subject yeah. matter to it. He doesn't want to throw in your face and seem like black Christmas remake. You know, that's, that's going to yes. like that. This is, is this is why I didn't disgusting. watch this movie. I, that's, that's where I thought we were going. Not that it is not that at all. It puts it out there in a digestible way to critically make you uncomfortable and think about that shit like that's yeah. the point of the movie like i the whole the whole point of it is just like men watch this and see how you feel about it and if you're uncomfortable welcome Good. to their world like yeah. and, and it's like this movie is marking the death of like old ways this is a new beginning and we are going to move forward as a society. So I fucking loved it. You are not wrong by any means, Michael. And pretentious is the right word because it <laughs> totally is like it, it. It's very <laughs> ambiguous. It's not going to tell you anything because I think yeah. Garland, his whole point, Garland, when he directs is like, he's not going to give you the answers. You got to figure that out. Like you yeah. got to think about it because he wants you to sit there and think about the subject matter. He, he doesn't want to just yeah. put it in your face and like, like I talk about with like the Black Christmas remake, it's not it, it, it's not the what they're trying to say is how they're trying to say it. Like I'm a mouth breathing idiot and I can't like get the beat over my head and be like, this is it. And it's like, well, maybe we need to have a critical conversation about this stuff. So yeah, that's why it's here for me. You are not wrong by any means. It's a super polarizing film. You're either going to yeah. love it or hate it for sure. I just I just went out of it. Not. I don't know. I just was like, it was dirty as fuck, man. To be honest. It, it just was like one of those movies where I was just like, I went out of it being like, okay, I never have to watch that one again. Like, it just kind of felt like when I watched Mother the first time, I was just like, oh, and see, I don't I'm have to watch it. 
on the opposite. As soon as men end, I was like, can we run that back? I really <laughs> have a couple questions that I know where this goes, but oh, no. I, I, won't, I won't talk too much. Uh, but I fucking love my top three movies. I love them so much. Yeah, they're probably they're probably in my top 10, like all decade movies, to be nice. honest. Solid. I like that. Very nice. Tani, what is your number? You have your number three, right? Yeah, we're on my number three. Um, For number three, I went with Speak No Evil. Oh. Which was fucked. Have you guys seen it? It's fucked. It's very fucked. And it was fucked to the point that I didn't enjoy it, which is why it's not on my list. I didn't like it. (laughs) And I think that's the same reason that Felicia didn't like it either, because... That's exactly right, yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) This was also on Shudder. I don't know what to be watching. I'm shocked that this slipped by you, actually, and I thought for sure it was going to be in your top i was like i mean i don't know i don't want to i don't know enough about your preferences but i feel like just in this conversation uh i don't know i don't know i don't want to speak for you i'll be honest like i see that title and somebody probably told me of it and i'll be honest i was probably like that stupid movie with the wrestler kane in it i like that movie well i know but it's just like (laughs) i'm like why are you guys who brought that movie up you know see no evil i i i have not even heard about this so i'm super excited to hear about it I just uh, saw IMDb there. I'm like, mm. it's great. It's also, I think, a Dutch film. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. I think yeah. it's it Dutch. Is, yeah, it I just looked it up. It's okay. Dutch. Yeah, and um, it is so like good and uncomfortable and terrible. Just like I, I feel like it's in the same kind of camp as The Innocence. Like it really is. It's a feel bad movie, is what it is, yeah. and you should know that going in. I love those, but I love this <laughs> movie, and I, I think it does a really good job of um dealing with like social pressure like i love movies that deal with social pressure like this yeah. like like uh the invitation it it feels like that whereas there's this like it is kind of like thrillery i guess because you're kind of trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on here throughout the movie but man i just this really unsettled me and yeah. It was really great. And so Michael's saying like he he was so unsettled by it that it was like not he didn't like it. That's how Felicia was, too. And she has kids. I don't. And I think that might be a little bit of the difference is like I could see how this um, because it does deal with kids. And I I feel like I I don't have any answer. You know what I mean? It doesn't affect me as much. But anyway, it's a great movie. Highly recommend. Yeah. Fucked up. It's Acting yeah, I would amazing. say what. Oh, for sure. I would say watch it like once and then make your decision. For me, it's a it might just be a one and done for me just because it's so fucking bleak and so disturbing. And I was just kind of like, I don't know. I love those movies. I want movies with no hope. See, I like those kind of movies, too. But like, just I don't know. I have to be in a good mindset. And I guess I'm just not in a good mindset when I watch this movie the first time. I was homesick for two weeks. My mental health was not well because like when you're cooped up at home with no one to talk to you know you get you get a little uh you know all <laughs> all work and no play makes jack a dull boy kind of kind of attitude a little bit and i was just not in a good frame of mind when i started this movie i i wish i would have had tawny there to tell me like expect what you're going to expect with this movie because i did not expect that but it is supposed uh, to be a satire like n- yeah. not in a, not in a funny way not <laughs> not through comedy but you know it, it has a it is a movie that's trying to get across a message to you. And I, I, I liked it a lot. Like 
I have sounds a... eerily like men, and I love that movie. <laughs> so I have a very sneaking suspicion I'm going to be super into this movie. I mean, I'm going to say I don't know that it's quite as deep as men. So just don't go in think. <laughs> don't go in thinking that. Oh, it's... That's okay. They don't have to be all as deep. It's just not I, quite as pretentious. I like that type of movies. Yeah. 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 Good pick. Good pick. That was your number three, Tony. Number three. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. We're going back to you, Aubrey. What is your number two? Number two. Oh my gosh. Like I had the hardest time. This was number one for the longest time for me. And then I went and saw a newer movie and it just happened to bump it off. Cause it was a tour de force of a movie. Um, but number two is barbarian fucking love me. Barbarian. Same. I fucking love barbarian. Yes. It is so fucking dope. Um, it, I have, it's been a long time since I, like my jaw hit the floor. Um, in a movie theater, I think probably Hereditary, where the girl knocks her head off, was the last yeah. time that I was like, "What the fuck?" And have either I, I'm assuming Tani has seen it. Have you seen it, Michael? I've I seen it. Yeah. Okay. I don't want. I didn't want to ruin it, but like that scene where Bill Skarsgård just gets his head smashed and cut to black. Yeah. What oh, the yeah. fuck? My jaw's on the floor. I'm like, did this movie just end? And yeah. then all of a sudden we get Justin Long and his happy go lucky <laughs> self singing a fucking song. I'm like, what is this movie doing? It has subverted all my expectations. I went into that mo- and there's not a lot of movies that build like actual fear to me. And I yeah. was so terrified. As soon as she goes in that Airbnb, I'm like, don't do it. Please yeah. don't do it. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't go do in it. there. You're falling into his plan. And like, I'm waiting for Bill Skarsgård to turn around with his little fucking Pennywise smile. I was, and I like, was, I was Brenda. I was Brenda from Scary Movie when she's watching that movie in the theater. She's like, <laughs> I, I'll me. tell you what. I'll tell you this for free, people. If I go to an Airbnb and I find a hidden room in the basement with a poop bucket and a bed fucking out i don't care there's a motel six around the corner i'll <laughs> sleep on a fucking syringe before i do that shit like not happening but yeah. barbarian was a total mind fuck of a movie had everything i like in it had twist had turns had some phenomenal writing had a really cool little social message had yeah. like some brutal shit at the end of it like some great practical effects I'm telling you, like, it was no, I knew, I kept telling myself, it's going to be number one. It's going to be number one. It's going to be number one until I saw my number one movie and I am cutting hairs. Like, uh, I'm splitting hairs. I, I don't even know. I'm so flustered. I fucking love Barbarian. <laughs> I've seen it so many times and I'll keep watching it. It is such an awesome movie and it, it just, it blows me away. Like, the more we talk about how many great movies we got in 2022, and it's like something like Barbarian could go under your radar and that's fucking nuts to me. Yeah. I'm actually kind of angry with myself right now because I f- fucking forgot to put Barbarian on my list. How? It's okay. You knew we talked about it. No, no, you know what I'm going to do since it's my podcast and I can do whatever I want. I yeah. am actually taking fresh off my list completely, moving Barbarian to number uh, six where Orphan First Kill was and moving uh, Orphan First Kill and everything below that below one. Down. So, okay. All right. I want Barbarian on my list because I don't know why when I was writing my lists. There's so like, many good movies, man. It's how the hard, fuck I'm I forgot you. Barbarian because I I'm loved saying. Barbarian. Yeah. There's so many good movies. It's hard. Like, it's like from January on, we've gotten great horror movies. So it's it's yeah. super easy to forget something like that. That's why it's great. We have three awesome people on here talking about it. So. <laughs> yes. But Tani, what do you think of it? I know uh, we kind of been uh, staying in about it. I loved it. I, I also felt like it was a roller coaster of a movie. It was so it, it did feel like fresh and different and the group of people that we went to go see it with in theaters most of them except for maybe one are big horror fans like some of our best friends and we left the theater and all of them hated it 
hated it, oh, God. loathed it. And so when you were saying earlier about like divide or like polarizing movies, yes. this it made me think of that. But I think the reviews are like overall very positive. Like in general, yeah. people really did like this movie. And so, but there is there does seem to be a handful that hated it. And I just I was like, Jade and I both were like, this was so like we liked it. It was good. And I liked all of it. And that's I don't know. It just was so I can't stop thinking about it. Like yeah. ever since I watched it, I cannot stop thinking about it. And there were so many good parts. And I love the like, you know, nonlinear way that we're telling the story and we're yes. jumping around. At first, I thought I, I'm, I'm going to hate this because I was like, how the fuck are you going to get me all the way up to this point with these people? And now we're totally somewhere else. But they like got my ass with it. It was incredible. And I'm actually afraid to watch it another time because I'm like, what if this just lives in my memory as like a really great movie? And I go back and I watch it and I dislike it more. I you hope pick not. up on so much more. I've seen it so many times. OK, like, you pick up on so much more and it's still terrifying. Like even when I watch it, I find myself sweating when that guy's like, don't go in there. Don't go in there. And, you know, yeah. at the end of it, you know, he's trying to help. But at the same yeah. time, you're like. Oh my God. And they cut it so perfect that she gets right in the door and you're like Indiana Jones moment where he slides under the fucking rocker. Yeah. It's so, there's so much subtle nuance to it. And like, you'll notice so much when you rewatch it, like her door opening, you know Mm. why that happens now. It's not Bill fucking Skarsgård. It's the naked weird lady in the fucking basement people. (laughs) Well, that's such a genius thing to set up at the beginning where you think that Bill Skarsgård is like this. Cause like, He's, he's, out, he's very charming, very attractive. I, I'm a Bill Skarsgård stan um, for many reasons. But you watch it and you're like, you're like, I don't quite trust him. But then at the same time, you're like, but I want to trust him because he's so alluring and he's so like, you know, subtly very like charming. And so you think that this is going to turn into a fresh situation almost in a sense where it's like this guy's going to end up being a fucking psychopath no does not happen at all and then like this whole thing with justin long's character his storyline was my favorite honestly because it like to me i was like okay so now we're doing like a me too kind of like vibe with this where it's like okay he's being accused for something he didn't do so i was like okay i can vibe with this and then you find out that he actually did do what he's accused of doing and i was like that is such a fucking hilarious just like the movie it peels back the layers man and the truth comes (laughs) forward it was And then when he's fucking taking the tape measure and measuring the fucking rooms yep. in the basement, I was like, this is fucking amazing. Like, I, I think was that dying. was the scene. I think that was the scene of the year, probably. Like the Justin Long tape measure just killed everyone. We we were cracking up. <sighs> that was really so good. good. And I will say, I about every time I watch it, I about lose my lunch when she sticks that weird titty in his mouth. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, it's ooh, like ah, like I just, no, I think the one that grosses me out the most is when she lowers the a big ass nip- baby bottle and there's hair on it. No, this is this is the part. This is the one thing I didn't like about Barbarian is yeah. like this is one of those examples that I was talking about earlier where I feel like we start to like edge into like comedic. Like we we're starting to get so over the top that it's like you're it's just silly you're just laughing at it and there definitely yeah. is some of that through the you know later part of the movie especially with her like busting diving the over the bu- oh i'm thinking diving the over the water tower thing that but. too that too but you know there was so much good that it it really overshadowed those things that i had a problem but i was like i was like here for the, like the scariness like i was like yeah. you already have the comedic relief with justin long like i just wish they would have walked that back a little bit just with her like speaking and making the sounds i felt like it just got into like you know now we're into like people are just laughing at this because it's so dumb ridiculous yeah yeah like 
and I like some of that over the top comedy, but I felt like that was the one thing that I just wish had been toned down a tiny bit. But like I said, the rest of it was so, so good that I just don't even care. I'm like, yes. And the message of like all of that and how like we did an episode on it and how he had read that book, the, um, the gift of fear. And it was like about how men and women fundamentally have a different experience and going through life just, and I loved it. Yeah. Look, look at Bill Skarsgård. He just takes it for granted. Like, I'm just trying to be a nice guy, but you have to put yourself in her situation. Like, yeah. Like, of course you're being a nice guy. Like that's, and I have to like, think about these things, man. So yeah. like, that's, that's stuff that like, you know, again, as a man, I'm going to take that for granted. Like, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, you just show up at the Airbnb. You just chill. It's whatever, man. No, like that's, that's a safety issue. Like, yeah. We have issues here. What I loved about Barbarian and the fact that yes, it did go to those different places it constantly was pulling the rug out and like showing you glimpses of different types of horror. Yeah. It it almost feels supernatural at the beginning. Then it starts to lean more into almost a slasher esque. And then at the back end of it, it's straight body horror. Once the nipples are coming down and people are getting their (laughs) eyes poked out, it's straight body horror. So it gives you limbs ripped off. Yeah. It gives you like three (laughs) different type of horror movies in one. And it's like, it's so much. And there's just like going back a second time, I didn't even notice, but, you know, the hermit that lives in the area, he says, you know, she's not even the monster in that house. Yeah. Yeah. Even, worse things. Yeah. And I like that went right over my head when I'm watching it. And, you know, you almost empathize with the creature at the end because it's like. You what, do. What? Yeah. She ha- you know, she's and, a victim here. Let's be yes, real. Yeah, she's the yeah. victim. And then, you know, at the very end, you know, what she loves kills her, you know? Yeah. And See like, that was that, that was heartbreaking. It's like, but that's silly to me. I'm with Tati oh, on that. When she's talking, I'm like, no, I can't. I, I loved it because it humanized it. It humanized the monster. You know, I like don't think so. I, think I you could have. I think you could have humanized the monster without having to have her speak because I already felt bad for her because I knew like the shit that. And I also have to say, I appreciate the fact that like in the scene where Justin Long is in that room with the one guy that is the actual monster of this yeah. movie. When he's watching the tapes, you just don't you don't see anything. They didn't feel yeah. the need to show all that, which I'm so happy because I'm like, I that. don't because I'm, I'm not ready for the rapey kind of movie. I'm not ready to see what he's watching. I'm not. And I thought that that was where they were going to go with this. And I'm so glad they didn't because less I, is uh, more in that stuff. Kind of like in the black yeah. phone. It's like, I don't need to see naughty time <laughs> like in the black right. phone. Like, I don't need to see that. I I, I get it. I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, I, I agree. But hey, you know. I love the barbarian. It's number two for me. I, I can say nothing but great things about it. I always love it. I'm always picking up on other things. It is an absolute treat as a horror fan. I love it. Well, now it's I'm ex- just, it's talk so much like it just touches on so many horror aspects. It's so great. Well, now I'm excited to hear your number one. Aubrey, I know. Because, Bring it on. Tawny, you Mark. said your number one, correct? Which was nope. nope. Yeah. Okay, so now we're back to Aubrey again. So My give us your number, number one. one. Is the monsters? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My number one. I I really love I really love this guy's movies. Um, his last name is slipping me. Um, but it is a very recent movie. It was getting a lot of praise, so I hurried up and saw it because it was only playing for one week where I was at. But god damn it, if you have not seen Bones and all, you are missing the fuck out. I haven't seen that one either. This movie is insane. Lee awesome. Like <laughs> it plays almost like a romance and it is in no rush to get to the cannibalism. That's the one with okay. Timothy Chalamet, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, I uh, want to see that so bad. Luca Guadagnaro, I think is his last name. Did call me by your name. The remake of Suspiria. 
Oh my oh. god, this movie yeah. is okay. beautiful. It is gorgeous. It's a love story. And Timothy Chalet, and her name is skipping me, and that kills me. But she was the main girl in Escape Room, which sounds crazy, but she's oh, yeah. awesome. Um, they play these th- like they're eaters. They have to eat human beings. But if you don't eat, like if you don't partake, you're going to lose control and just start eating. So like there are just scenes like I don't even want to get into it because like it's not even about that. This movie, like it's okay. a love story. It's like a love story. And like it's set in the Ronald Reagan 80s and they're going Ooh. across country to like find her mom, like because she has all these questions about I'm an eater. What do I do with this? And like. It's brutal. Like it, there's no camera cuts here. Like it is like it shows you it. And like mm-hmm. the first like 30 minutes, you're like, I thought this was about cannibalism. <laughs> and it is so subtle how they get into it. Like, oh, my word. Like, it's just out of nowhere. They'll just be like talking to somebody like ah, just start biting them, eating them, like biting fingers oh. off, chewing on them. And it is. What I, is with a, it's, I don't know. Like what is with cannibalism fingers? In. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, cannibalism's in. Oh, this is scary because this is one of the things that most deeply disturbs me. I think that's also why I kind of I kind of this, just have avoided fresh. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, like this yeah. one this yeah. one is a much more darker take than fresh. Like fresh is more fun tongue and tongue in cheek comedy. This like is comedic, like, yeah. Yeah. This is very like almost tragic love story because it's like they love each other so they start to fall in love so much, her and Timothy Chalet, but like that you know in the end, like you're either going to become a monster and keep eating people, kill yourself, or like eat somebody and get thrown in jail like those are your only three outcomes and that's Sounds terrifyingly bleak. sad and it's like so big and it's like that's so much to think about but like they're just teenagers that just want to be in love and live normal lives and it's like insanely beautiful this movie is insanely beautiful and you will go like hours without cannibalism and then you'll forget about it Oh, until, geez. They're, eating <laughs> until they're eating people like <laughs> and it doesn't pull away and like she meets other eaters that can like smell her and like they're just like teaching her the ways like there's this older guy named sully who is creepy as all get out and he's like this really old eater and he's like i can smell people that die and i wait for them to die then eat them so i don't feel bad like just crazy shit like that like it is an it's a very long movie it's very long lucas guadnado like he doesn't like try to get through in the 90 minutes that's a long fucking movie it's yeah. like two two plus hours and it feels that way but it's gorgeous. I could not take my eyes away from it. The performances are so good. It, it is literally one of those movies that pisses me off that I didn't think about making it. Like, it is everything I would ever want to do if I ever made films. Like, it is yeah. it subverts so much expectation from what you think it is with the tagline and what you actually fucking get. And it just, I cannot say enough good things. This this movie might have fallen into my top ten favorite movies of all time. Not even horror. Wow. Just, movies like it blew me away how much i enjoyed this movie it is it's incredible i won't give a whole lot away but just watch it it and i will say as in my top three very polarizing you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it but like when they're just chomping down on people and the camera's not going away and they're ripping nipples off with their mouth and shit like it is (laughs) brutal there's (laughs) there's not a whole lot of it so it's like when it happens it's so jarring but it's just like it's such a powerful film like you forget about it like it's not even it's not even about that but it's about that like i don't know how to explain well and it. i kind like, of like how you're describing it like it's not the like cannibalism isn't the focal point like it's, it's not, not disturbing just to be disturbing like there's a story so i think i can vibe with that a lot because that's my issue with movies 
like that sometimes i feel like they focus way too much on oh my god let's push the envelopes of how gross and disgusting yeah. this movie can be which i think is what i kind of had an issue with terrifier too and all the yeah. like it's just like it's it's it's, it's just how sense. gross we can be instead of just like telling a really good story on top of like the disturbing subject matter so i feel like this is a movie that's definitely in my wheelhouse as well so how they pick people and like when they're eating people like the sadness on their face like they because they don't want to do it they don't want to be doing this yeah they just want to be normal they just want to live a life and like have somebody to love but they have to like it's it it's insanely deep it's a great movie it is gorgeous like the shots and the scenes that they picked like some big wide open Midwest stuff. Cause they're traveling from like, I think Tennessee to Minnesota. So like you get through Missouri and stuff and Nebraska and like, you know, in the same vein as Nope, there's these huge, gorgeous landscapes where they're just sitting there and like, you know, they talk about their past and like some of the most traumatizing stuff is just like them recounting their stories, like with their family and what happened when their family found out when they were eaters and like crazy, like I, I cannot, tell you how much i love this movie it is, <laughs> it is crazy good it's I, I i i know i'm selling it really hard but like it blew me away how much i fucking loved bones and all it is so good and when the horror happens it is like butthole puckering scary <laughs> like oh like when some other eaters find them and like oh, it's it's great i i can't i cannot recommend this movie enough um, if you hate it, I totally understand why you hate it. <laughs> and if you love it, we can be best friends. So it's bones and all for me. It's fucking awesome. So Very definitely nice. check out Bones and All. I have to say, guys, I love how different our lists were. Yeah, we I do feel like we ended up with different lists. Yeah. Because I was afraid going into this, I was like, is this just all gonna be our like all of our top movies are just all gonna be the same and it's just gonna be like us just talking about the same movie? But no, it wasn't. I'm so happy. And like <laughs> That just really goes to show how many fucking horror movies were this year. Like, it's like now that I'm like thinking about all the movies that we just talked about, I'm like, holy shit, my mind is blown with how many movies have come out this year. Yeah, and, and original movies too, right? Like, there's been yeah. a ton of just like original stuff. And like, that's awesome. Everybody likes that. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I couldn't have said it better, Michael. I think it's literally our list were so different because there was so many good stuff. So I was so happy to talk about this and oh, I appreciate too. you guys letting me come on. I know I can ramble and get on my soapbox and be a little hey, much sometimes, but I not at all. Let me be a part of it. Not at all. I think everything you said tonight, you brought value. You brought everything passion. to the table. Passion. <laughs> yes. Excitement. I, I Yes. I cannot like, I seriously like this is making me so even more excited to do our like least favorite list now, because oh. I feel like if we're passionate about <laughs> Our favorite ones, we're going to be even more passionate about our least favorite because there's a lot of clunkers this year as well. So, yes, lots, lots to talk about with that. But, um, well, the bats yeah, were it, especially bad because there were so many good ones. Yes. You know, you could be like, God, <laughs> there's so many good ones. That's really bad. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's that was our top 10 list, guys. Those were those were some really good movies. Some yeah. movies I haven't even heard of that were on you and Tawny's list. Like, I haven't even heard of some of these movies. So now I'm like, I got to go watch these movies now and maybe my list will change. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's interchangeable with so many movies this year. I'm like, I could have a completely different list by the end of watching some of these movies. But um, yeah, this was, this was really fun. You guys, I'm glad you yes. guys wanted to come on and do this. It was an oh, honor I, to have you both on. I appreciate you having me, man. Like I said, it was a blast. Absolute blast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys. Um, 
And before we wrap up the episode, do you, uh, Tawny, um, do you want to go first and tell everybody where they can find you? Sure. Yeah. So you can find us at Two Chicks in a Horror Flick on Instagram is mainly our hub, um, but you can also go to twochicksinahorrorflick.com. We also have um, a Discord server so that you can join and chat with us about all things horror. So that's fun. We like to be in there chatting with people. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's it. Two chicks and a horror flick. <laughs> At two chicks and a horror flick. <laughs> you guys are fucking awesome. I love you and Felicia so much. You guys have been on the show a few times now. And I just, I love your podcast. I love what you guys bring to it. Um, I look forward to listening to your podcast every week when you could put out episodes. So yeah, just amazing. Um, and then Aubrey, where would you like to tell people where they can find you? Yeah, man. Uh, any Anywhere you really find podcasts. I'm pretty syndicated everywhere. Um, it's this, uh, I'm killing time podcast. So that little, that little guy up there, that's me. Uh, you probably can't see it, it's dark as hell, but anyways, uh, it's killing time podcast or it's just at podcast killing time. Literally my whole point when I was making my podcast guys is like, I was nervous to do it and start it. I had so many anxieties. I just wanted to do it. So my platform, anybody is welcome on email me killing time podcast one at gmail because some asshole took that uh email me if you want to come on dm me on instagram anybody can come on my show is super lighthearted and fun we usually do top 10 lists like this so we just keep it fun we keep it casual and you know just give people an escape and talk about something we fucking love which is horror so super excited to have it on here but yeah just just find me anywhere podcast killing time is my handle uh instagram where killing time podcast one at gmail email me get in contact with me i I lay anybody on we can have a lot of fun we can chop it up and just you know see where the night takes us yes and as i said i'll say the same thing that i said to tawny to you aubrey i i love your fucking podcast as well um i you and i recently got pretty close like pretty recently like we've been talking like we talk almost every day i think i think we talk on the daily pretty much so yeah we we try yeah Yeah. we try we try (laughs) we try um but like your podcast similar to like two chicks and a horror like you guys are just so much fun to listen to you guys just have like such a you know you have such a fun easy going kind of vibe and it's just fun to like just listen to you and i also from what i said earlier i love some of the picks that you choose as well because they're not quintessentially picks that people normally choose um and i i love that aspect i feel like it sets your podcast apart i feel like you're an amazing host and i have to give you props because I mean, I'm a one person podcast too, but I have guests on every week. So like some of the episodes that you do, it's just you. So I'm like, I don't know if I could do a podcast by myself. Like, I don't know if I have quite the personality to do that. I don't know if I'm I'm more fun when I can bounce off people. So it's like, I'm lucky. I got two or three people in my head talking with me. (laughs) Yeah. So like you just, you have like such a good way of keeping it fun and fresh and unique. And I, yeah, I just love and appreciate both of you so much. So thank you. Could not agree more. Thank you guys so much, Michael. We've gotten really close. Tani, it was awesome chopping it up with you. I loved your list. And uh, yeah, you know, I can't this wait is great. to collaborate with you guys. Man, I know I know there's a beginning of a beautiful relationship that we can always collaborate. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, yes, I'll have Michael. to get you guys on. Of course. Thank you guys. I'm I, I always like anytime I think of doing like group stuff now, like I always think first and foremost, I'm always like, Tani, so I'm doing like something like two months out of, you know, ahead of time. Do you want to come on my podcast in a couple months? Cause I always think of two chicks and a horror flick. And now I'm always going to think of you as well, Aubrey, as like when we're doing group stuff, I'm always going to think of you too. 
right I always try to bring energy. So, I mean, as long as you have your strong cup of coffee and can deal with me, <laughs> I, I love to be around. Oh, I love it. I love both of your energy. It was, this was such, such a fun episode. I'm over the moon about it and I cannot wait to release it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, and you can find me at the wheel of horror podcast. I'm on Instagram at the wheel of horror podcast. I do have a TikTok. Uh, I have merch and a Patreon. So check out those goodies. If you want to check out my merch and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, you can find me on anywhere I stream podcasts. So yeah. And uh, with that being said, thank you guys again. You guys are fucking awesome. This was a blast and we will see you guys next time. Bye.